2: The realest podcast ever
1: The realest podcast ever
3: Y'all's the hate on all of my moves But now niggas on it they used to bait me on me and my views but now niggas on it I used to tell them I had me a show but now niggas on it Her homies on it, your homies on it Y'all's the and all of my
2: moves but now niggas on it They used to bait me on me and my views but now niggas on it I used to tell them I had me a show but now niggas on it Her homies on it, your homies on it The realest podcast ever The realest podcast ever The realest podcast ever
3: the realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. What up? What up? We are back. Episode one hundred and forty-four. This is the realest podcast ever. I am your host, C Diddy. I want to have some cool shit
2: to say. <laughs> like the hostess with the mostest. <laughs> you know, they always used to do shit like that. I never have anything to say. This. You cool. just hear. You just kind of hear. Yeah. No. uh No intro. Just vibes for Met. Yeah. I, uh, I want to be cooler, man. I, I was saying that shit yesterday. Like even working out, like I posted a video yesterday, me deadlifting and shit, yeah. and everybody was all like, "Oh, damn, you really is putting the, the the muscle shit together." I'm just like, "Yeah, but I don't work out cool. <laughs> got I be cool workouts <laughs> yeah, on yeah. Instagram. Like I don't have like cool shit. You gotta get uh some Matt fit or something like that. Remember R- Ross had Ross fit? Ross fit? Yeah, <laughs> it was a, it was a girl in the uh joint the other day. She had like ring lights. Like all kinds of shit. Oh, she was going in. She probably had the Lume cube on her Yo, phone. it was crazy. Like she had a whole, like how did, she had like a whole setup. Of yeah. Her just on the treadmill. <laughs> I'm just like, this shit is crazy. Man. Like, I don't, I don't have a cool whole well, Shout out to her, Wherever She made me yeah. today uh
3: rose podcast episode 144 man before we get started we got some special announcements today uh first and foremost man uh thank y'all for all the support on the patreon each and every uh week the patreon
2: is growing every day the patreon is growing i had a conversation with somebody the other day about the patreon and he was saying how um he older dude too you know he's like i'm I, re- I really fuck with the show like i mind you i was at uh whole foods okay and i was going into the cookie case. <laughs> you know the free cookies that makes me sick like yo man you ain't know you're supposed to eat them cookies and i, I was just about to be like man get the fuck away <laughs> but he was like yo man me and my wife man we really fuck with the show man you know what i'm saying and we both subscribe to the patreon and you know he was like i uh i like what y'all doing and i like that's that's decent you know and he yeah. was saying he, he basically was saying how last week you was like reading off names and seeing like your close homies and your family and shit and it's just like yeah like he was like everyone should be jumping to support that. Right, shit. you know, and and it's like we started going into like, you know, Philadelphia and you know, you know how that rapid Cult- cultural of, yeah. yeah, you know. And 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 it's just like, yo, like he was right. Like we were having a conversation about it and you know, me I, I I'm I'm trying to get better with like opening up yeah, to yeah. like strangers, <laughs> you know what I mean? And we had a full-blown conversation about it and, he, and it it left an impression on me cuz it's like yeah, like this is a weird town where you like have to like beg your friends and people who fuck with you to like yeah. support something. You gotta run down on them like, yo, uh, you got money in your bank account right now? Yeah, sign, <laughs> sign up for sign up for this. And I, I was telling him about like <laughs> a thing that irritates me the most is when people come up to me and be like, yo, you still doing a podcast? And it'd be like, <laughs> oh, man, like, why are you asking me this? <laughs> yeah, but you, this is this is this is the vibe here. A lot of times yeah. it's like, oh, you still got that shit going on? Oh, all right. Yeah. Like, what do you do with this
3: information? Nothing. Roughly around 2017, I had this epiphany just in general about Philadelphia people <laughs> in the way that I view them. Mm-hmm. And what I realized is no matter how good or how bad you're doing, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Like, nobody cares. even when you got the flyest outfit on, the nicest watch, the nicest car, whatever, mm-hmm. you got the flame emojis going on in your comments and all of that, people care in the moment. Soon as uh, Nicki Minaj twerk on Safari Head or something like that, they're immediately shifted to whatever the next thing is. And it's just like, you got to do what's best for you. You got to focus on yourself, your business, your family, because no matter how, again, good or bad you're doing, these people don't give a shit. They they, they, want to be in your business, but not necessarily be a
2: part of it, even though
3: you could be doing something that could encapsulate everyone. Yeah,
2: yeah. I remember when we first started doing this, I used to like, maybe for like the first six to eight months, ask people, yo, you listen to podcast yet? Yo, you? And I, I just got to the point where it's just like, it doesn't matter. I don't even bring this shit up, <laughs> but like <laughs> it if, if, if it comes up in conversation, I, you know, yeah, just because motherfuckers will know what you have going on mm. and won't support the shit. They won't be a part of it. Motherfucker,
3: realize you have somebody run up on you and run down everything you got going on and be like,
2: but I don't listen to that shit, But you know what I'm saying? But, like, D- you doing your thing, though. Well, how would you know? I, listen, I, I literally get to the point, like, because people in my job do it a lot. Uh, like, literally, I told you the one boy in my job, yo, you, how, how the podcast going? And I, I just like, man, we had Hank Aaron last week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just making shit up. Will Chamberlain going to be on there next week. Like, Because it. You don't listen, and yeah. you're not gonna listen. So why even ask me this shit? And it's just why where support comes from. This guy in the Whole Foods, who I was about to call security on, <laughs> I never met him before. Yeah. But he seen me, came up, started talking about it. Like, yo, I support y'all. I fucks with y'all. I see y'all put the shirts up, man. I'm gonna grab me a shirt. Da 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 He's like, I didn't know y'all had as much shit as y'all got on there. I'm like, yeah. I didn't know we were selling pillows mm-hmm. and every we thing. Selling every motherfucking every thing. <laughs> thing. But, <laughs> but uh. Shout out to him, shout out to his wife, and it's yeah. just like, yo, it, he he was absolutely right in the conversation we were having. It's like, you know thousands of people. I know thousands of people, yeah. and it just, even down to, like, my IG story of days. Yesterday, I posted stories of me working out, deadlifting, riding the bike, little bullshit. 2,300 people watched my IG story, right. and it's like, that's not a crazy amount, but it, when you think of the-, the Think about 2,300 people in a room. See what I'm saying? You know where I'm going with this. It's like- 2,300 people will watch your story. You might have 18 of them comment or say something yeah. or be like, yo, man, you uh, I, that's what's up. I see you still doing your thing with this or this and the third. You ever get this one? I People who watch your story, every single fucking thing you post, never comment. See me out. You know what they say? Yo, man, you be got me cracking the fuck up on your, on your IG story. And it'd be like, why don't you? <laughs> comment. Yeah, Interact. like. Like Usher, that's what it's made me. for. <laughs> like, like, Acknowledge me. I ain't on no Joe shit, but you see, yeah, it <laughs> and, and, and just it just is wild watching how motherfuckers will really want to just be in your business. Yeah, because I, I, there be people who I see him and, and I I know for a fact, bitch, you don't fuck with me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why are you here? Why are you here? <laughs> what, what's what's the, all the hoes say? Who sent you? <laughs> who sent you? <laughs> like who, who sent <laughs> you, ho? Because because it's just like I know good and goddamn. Work. I I and i know i play around a lot i joke around i'm real silly so it it at times it doesn't come off as super serious i told you my man jared all the time be like it's so hard to take you serious when you <laughs> being serious because i play around all the time yeah. but i'm very very smart i'm intellectual and i can like read between a lot of lines you know in the words of jack black he was like read between the lines dickhead <laughs> <laughs> And I was like giving him the fingers. It's, it's like I can, I know when some shit isn't right. I know when some shit is, right. And I can just see it a lot. And it just a lot of times, especially when it comes to this media thing, we really put a lot of like time and effort into yeah. this. And I, you know, and, I and now more than ever. And I listen to a lot of these shows. I, I look at a lot of these shows, and a lot of it is just it's just banter. Yeah. But it's just like yo, we really, really be trying to like shout out pimp pimp said that shit the other day it was like yo i actually learned shit listening to y'all and he'd be like it'd be amazing because it's like y'all just be having so many facts and this the, and the third and yeah. my homie the other day was like what are you watching i was like i'm watching uh conspiracies it's a uh eight part docu series on netflix about like all the different conspiracies like area 51 yeah you know uh assassinations and, this and, this. and he was just like the hell made you watch that and i'm like it's knowledgeable. Yeah. See, I, I'm, I'm one of them people, but this is how I obtain knowledge, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, Pimp was saying that shit like, yeah, I really be like learning. Like I laugh and I learn and I get information and it's just, yeah, like it's, it's. we might make it seem effortless, but it's not. No, nah, we put a lot of work into this
3: shit and a lot of the conversations that we end up having here and on the Patreon is a buildup to conversation of a continual conversation or set of conversations that go on when we're not right in front of the mics or whatever like that. You know what I'm saying? And it's very thoughtful what we do and we we present information with the audience in mind. Because it's like, all right, these are the hot topics, but you still need this is the shit that you need to Mm -hmm. know. This is the shit that you want to talk about, but this is the shit that you need to know. And we try to come with a healthy balance of the two. Just basically giving
2: a platform where it's like, yo, we can laugh And act silly, but at the same time, we can use our brains. Yeah. And we can think a little bit. KRS-One
3: called it edutainment.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. You know
3: what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like one of those things. So, man, I just, you know, the people that are supporting, like the super supporters, we overly
2: appreciate y'all, man. And it's people who I've never met, and I I can't harp on that enough. There are people who I've never met, I've never sat with, I've never had a conversation with. I don't kick it with you, skate with you.
0: Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home.
2: Um, but the bag did feel a little light. ba da pa ba Nothing, man. Like T.I. say, and they support any and everything. Yeah. And I, that shit is dope. Yeah. Like, literally, the other day, Chanel hit me and was like, yo, I bought my T-shirt. And I'm just like, yo, you always support everything. Yeah. Like, that shit is so fly. Like, I appreciate yeah. that shit. Like, it, it really, it's it's, uh, what's the word? Uh, it's humbling. Yeah, absolutely. To, to see that, the like, people just, the live show, the merchandise, yeah. the, whatever the fuck it is. Like, we were
3: having, uh, before we started, before we cut the mics on, we were having a, a pre-production uh, meeting, impromptu pre-production meeting with, uh, you know, our, our partners here at Last Out, and just, they were just trying to figure out, like, how can we help y'all more, and this, this, that, and the third, and, you know, we, we in, throughout the conversation, we were just basically saying, like, the people that fuck with us, really, really, really fuck with us. Mm-hmm. Like, the ones that, support? They're super supporters mm. Like They on. They fucking listen to every show They on the Patreon, they telling people to subscribe They buying merch They buying live show tickets when the time comes about And they're hitting us with Feedback of yo I like this uh, Can y'all talk about this Like They're engaged in what's mm-hmm. going on And it makes us want to Improve what we're doing And do more because we know That there's a, a, a slither of The audience out there that is like literally Like waiting for us
2: to do and shit.
3: Right. And it wasn't always like that. No, not at all. It wasn't, it wasn't always
2: like that. So but yeah, definitely shout out to everybody who supported the Patreon if you haven't got on there yet. official uh, patreon.com, official T R P E. Um, the Patreon's booming, man. It's the, booming. the polls, yo, I was yo. <laughs> Them comments on that poll the other night about who's the horniest niggas. It was like man. It was like, y'all forgot one. Yeah. Married yeah. niggas. I'm like, well, there would have been no point in having a poll. The one chick was like, um, what'd she say? I was like, damn, um uh my dad's friends that watch me grow up. I'm like, oh, boy, y'all lived <laughs> the rough life. <laughs> like Jesus. Yeah, once upon a time, one of my homies told
3: me. And this was at the moment where I realized, like, we can't be friends no more. The nigga told me, he said, Yeah, you know, them old heads that be like, uh, Damn, she gonna be uh, bad as shit when she grow up? I'm that old
2: head. Yeah. And I was like, we not friends no more. It's over. It's wild to just how much shit was, like, normalized. Oh, breath. Back in oh, the day. Oh, Like, you could really say <laughs> I gotta that. Cut this arrow. Are you Yeah, fine? yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like, you could really say that back in the day. And, like, no one would, like, really trip. Or if they would trip, it wasn't like a universal trip. Listen, man, my my older like cousins and shit like that,
3: they was literally like thirty two. Like, like I'm trying not trying to indict nobody. They was
2: hitting sixteen year old shit. Like it was like. It I, was, no, I, well, like, you went a little far. <laughs> I, I was more so just talking about people saying like, oh, like they was acting on it. I remember my my, my one homie, he got like four daughters. And I remember like my, like him bringing them to the barbershop. My was like, whoa, you gonna have a headache on your hands. And it's just like, like you the headache. <laughs> you
3: you, you <laughs> the headache.
2: <laughs> you the headache, motherfucker.
3: Like, I see all that shit. It's like when a girl when a nigga <laughs> Like you, you bring it, like you bring you the, the headache. <laughs> like you bring a, you bring your girl around some niggas, and it's always that one nigga that's like, damn, damn, your girl beautiful. She got these sisters look just like it. Like, nigga, you wanna fuck my girl. Yo. Let's just go out back and just shoot the flame right now.
2: You better get your Cedric, nigga, because
3: I'm I'm coming. Full throttle. Nigga, you the headache now. You, you doggy the headache. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah, shit. You the headache that I that That's I,
2: real. Niggas be the headache. Talking about years you gonna have advance. a headache on you. 14 years in advance, nigga. You the fucking headache. Shut the fuck up. Oh, uh, this hypertension don't take me out, nigga. I'm gonna be a headache, nigga. I'm telling you right now. That's real shit, though. That's true. That's exactly how it be. All right. It it just niggas really do be too horny. Niggas be un- uncouth, too horny. It just it's just a
3: it's a it's a set of like it's a it's a jambalaya of things that all got like mixed in together. Roughly around like the late eighties and the nineties, and it's like all them niggas that they prom was around that time mm-hmm. are just burnt the fuck out. Yeah. A good ninety-four percent of them is just yeah. completely just burnt the fuck out. All them niggas that like went to the feds in like ninety-four came home in two in
2: 2014, them niggas, they're fucked off. When you hear like women tell you things that have happened to them or things that have been said, and you you at me as a civilized person, it'd be like, no way. Right. But then you have some conversations and you be like, Yes, but <laughs> <what? laughs> yeah, I, I can I could see what she was saying now. Yeah. Like niggas really do be like ridiculous. Yeah, unapologetically just out the window with they shit. So the uh we can talk about it real quick, the Patreon. Um again, subscribe to the Patreon so you can get all of the shit that we're talking yeah. about. But the poll we had the who's the horniest niggas alive, and I think the leader was male trainers. Male trainers. I think male <laughs> trainers beat it, everybody. It wasn't far and away,
3: but they definitely
2: beat everybody. I'm surprised Septa Niggas was as high as
3: it. As it as <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I uh, so, that would fuck me up all a little right, bit. Out of 113 votes, because we specifically said ladies only, 26 for male trainers. Septa Niggas got nine votes. Pastors was the dark horse, got 20 votes. I mean, <laughs>
2: Pastors be ridiculous. Somebody
3: in the comments said it's a lot of them Reverend Leon Lonnie loves yeah. out here. So that was the uh, rapper Entourage was 14. Nice Guys, 16 votes. Uh, hood niggas got nine. Uh, white niggas only got one vote, so y'all are actually okay. controlling yourselves out there. Shout out to that. And uh, niggas who wear suits to work only got three votes. I was Let me wondering. say, I
2: felt like it was a one that had a lot more. Were there any, like, specific trainer stories in the comments? Or- uh w- me going no comments. it wasn't no
3: surprisingly it wasn't it was a lot of comments though it was probably 113 comments and
2: 113 <laughs> <laughs> one of the comments says um I'd like to vote guys under 5'8 that want you to call them daddy <laughs> <laughs> yeah lives is crazy uh married niggas old niggas 45 and up yeah if
3: we put ma- if we put married niggas on there they would have blew the, it- the poll would have went viral if we would have just
2: put married niggas on there <laughs> Levo vote except <accepted>, the niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on out here in these streets. Uh, I sure I
3: got people acting totally different.
2: <laughs> <laughs> News to me. City workers. Uh, your grandpop's friends that want you to call them uncle. Y'all lives is crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. Lyft and Uber drivers. That's got to be scary. Oh, man. The, the,
3: the Lyft and Uber drivers got, uh, they got the pack for sale. And they got a little, little henny. This is a little cognac under the seat right there for you. You know what I'm saying? I'll come pick you up. You ain't got to be hitting Uber and Lyft. Just hit me directly.
2: I'm surprised motorcycle niggas didn't get as as much. Uh, oh, All them niggas that hang on South Street on Sundays? All them bike <laughs> niggas is strange, man. Them 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 little jackets and them boots. Yeah. They, they some strange individuals. But male trainers is definitely by far and away the horniest niggas on the planet. They yo. got it down. I told you, I watched a nigga in the gym last week. Like He was training a chick. You can tell he was an actual trainer or whatever. And she was trying to do pull-ups. He grabbed her by her ass cheeks. The whole ass. Like the whole ass. A little bit of and pussy And pushed her end. up to the joint. And, and you could tell she just like was like a little thrown off. Because yeah. I'm, I'm watching it because she had a big ass. So I'm being a horny nigga. <laughs> and I, I'm watching it from the cut. And she he pushed her up. And she just like... She, she went up to the bar And you could tell She was like, it's like I don't know if this is it <laughs> He like, this is the right he, form He's like Come <laughs> on let's go How <laughs> I many you got <laughs> it's just Like, yeah. like uh, Nigga your,
3: your thumb is in my ass A little bit <laughs> Like can oh. you relax
2: please Male trainers is definitely The yeah, one Them
3: niggas is sick The first two sessions The first two free sessions It'd be cool yeah. And then as soon as you start paying He's like Alright This next exercise is, is called Put the penis in the vagina Yeah <laughs> <laughs> No wild <laughs> shit though You know what I'm saying So boom right just like no wild
2: shit, sir. <laughs> like, this is all wild shit. Like, what's wrong with you? No wild shit. Yeah, as, as a, <sighs> what would make you want a male trainer? Yo, as a woman. <laughs>
3: Yo, have you ever come across in porn? Is this joint called uh home something about home workout whatever with this nigga? Well, he got like hidden video. Yes, yeah, I seen that. That nigga do three exercises and then be like, (laughs) you know what they say about uh male trick about uh niggas that work out right, they got small dicks. Well, it ain't true. Whack out, like it's like, yo, bro, this video is forty four minutes long. It's minute three. You didn't even try to work out. Like just fuck it.
2: Like everybody too goddamn (laughs) horny. It's bad out here, man. Uh, niggas too horny. Moment of the week was a tweet. (laughs) <laughs> Corey LeRae, who's actually really <laughs> nice, by the way. Yeah, Corey no, LeRae, I'm not even into the super skinny, nobody yeah. bitches, but she's really, really, like, attractive. Like, yeah, I can she's see, beautiful. She's a, she's a pretty young lady. She's, uh, what's his name? Daughter, did you well, know that? no Daughter, yeah. yeah I, yeah, I yeah. did not know that. I found that out the other day. But she is... uh the Benzino's daughter, but she posted a picture the other day and the guy was like, can I use your discharge as cooking oil? <laughs> and it's
3: like, all right, <laughs> right <fam. laughs> like all right. when I see something like that, I need you. I, I need to track your IP address and I need the local authorities and a joint task force to come Detain you and figure out like what is your plan for
2: the rest of the week. This this because I fear for race To what we always say we're like times have just changed. You remember when you had to join years ago to pee on me? It was funny because that was the way we talked right. and the way everything went off. But if you do that now and shit it, went viral three different if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't the road trip.
1: It was just a really long drive. at participating McDonald's.
2: <laughs> you see what I am saying? You could sell that as an NFT. <laughs> you know what I thought about the other day when I saw uh, the the owner of Square. What's his name? Uh, Jack Dorsey. He sold his first tweet. Did you see that? Yeah. Two point one million Dang. or one point nine million? Yeah, one point nine million. I think. Dang. Sold a. You know what I thought about a tweet? You could sell as an NFT. Bitches love when you cheat on them because it makes them feel, feel like, like they don't love loving him. him. <laughs> that like you could sell that shit as an NFT.
3: Facts.
2: Crazy. But he sold his first tweet for $2 million.
3: Damn. Yeah. Let me get a little 1500
2: or something. Yo, real shit. <laughs> I sell a tweet for 3300 three 300? A little $350? Yeah, like, what the fuck? But um, yeah, that was the horny, niggas too horny moment of the week. Man, yeah, he, man, he bugged out. He man bugged man out. Man asked Coyle Ray if he could use her discharge as <laughs> cooking oil. It's just like, all right, fam. Like... Take it easy That's
3: man. a sir dot 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 moment Like sir <laughs> Like is everything alright at home? Yeah I think I probably tweeted that Got Right back on Modern Warfare Like no, nah, cause you know <laughs> Like <laughs> not a care in the world <laughs> Oh
2: let me see if man she, let me Check my phone See if she hit back Nothing yet Alright but Did we have anything interesting Happening in our lives this week Before we get into the rundown The uh, serious rundown of the show No not really uh, Other than
3: that uh, com is live visit the site for all things TRPE now you can get the show on there every Monday when we drop uh, media, videos merchandise, announcements, everything is on the site Um, for like contact and all of that as far as like advertisers and all of that (coughs) shit y'all can hit us on visualtrpe.com we're a real media company now shout out to that. Um, We also dropped our merchandise partnership with T Public. there are literally zillions of different TRPE merch on there. Y'all wear shirts, hoodies, cups, uh, phone cases, TRPE logo items and all new Media Mondays below because we're it's, bloods up here It's, it's
2: pillows It's motherfucking posters. <laughs> posters <laughs> Yeah all kind of shit All kinds T-Public of shit is
3: the real deal And shout out to y'all We sold like 20 pieces of merch Over the weekend Everything was 35% off uh, For the opening weekend I think that shit is over I could be wrong It ended last night Oh it ended last night yeah. Well y'all shit out of luck Go buy some merch anyway
2: They'll have one like Bi-monthly usually <laughs>
3: Exactly was, yeah, yeah. Uh, They were saying they, they have sales regularly And we're going to be Adding more product Hopefully this week I got to talk to Sharif And get these other designs done but uh, Successful in the City shirts coming soon uh, PUA All-Star shirts oh. coming soon oh. <laughs> Two All-Star shirts, baby <laughs> And a couple more So yeah, it's been a, it's been a rolling uh, thing Me, You know, Sh- Sharif really delivered we for might, us We might need to copyright design. You know how they have
2: like retired drug dealer hats We might need to Get a retired PUA ball
3: Yeah <laughs> For sure We, yo, we yeah. there, That's why need to
2: copyright right there For sure So that's uh, that's all the announcements My life uh, I had another tweet Damn I had a tweet I could have sold as NFT That Jonah went viral When I posted You ever see the war hats The veterans Yeah Where it'd be like Navy veteran With all the little Jones I was like These are Rock Nation hats For old men <laughs> And that shit went viral I'm like damn Like I could sell that Motherfucking tweet <laughs> For
3: sure uh, As far as interesting In my life uh, I did Molly this weekend That was bad that was bad. I did Molly on Friday, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was bad, man. Like I had Molly is not cool. Yeah, me and my girl split like a half a gram of Molly, and I put it in some water. Big fucking mistake. The Molly water shit is a horrible idea. This shit go like right into your bloodstream. Apparently, don't do it. I was high for like twenty eight hours. Okay, from Friday night all the way to saturday night i was still fucking rolling grinding my teeth the whole bullshit it was oh, man. it stunk so yeah don't do molly ladies and gentlemen the sex is incredible on molly but uh i did ecstasy i've done both that was a time yeah i've i've done both that was and a time. uh yeah
2: would not recommend <laughs> good times somewhat yeah little things like heart problems you know what i'm saying yo my heart was beating out of my yo head. your mesothelioma start acting up <laughs> you be like yo. what the
3: fuck we was laying next to each other i was like yo my heart is beating out She's like me too yo. like that shit was so bad
2: not it man
3: like i'm just randomly like the next day driving i'm like texting her like yo i don't want to be hot no more yo. like this shit is not cool
2: i told you that ecstasy shit i did was not yeah, Mm-mm-mm. to
3: my to my friend out there that uh, gave me the Molly, that shit is too strong. You need to put some uh, baby laxative or something in there, John. It's it's too it's too strong, fam. Not not no more. Can't now the, the the Molly comes in different forms, though. Yeah, I had the fucking the I have pure MDMA. I had the powder form. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dropped
2: it in some water, shook it up, some Fiji. Because I've seen it like Listerine strips. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it where it's like. Like uh, a rock, like a uh, guts. Remember, remember, Nickelodeon, remember remember Nickelodeon guts. It looked like the guts rock. <laughs> shit. Yeah, then you yeah. get a pill too. Back to you, Mo. Remember that was my fucking shit, fucking guts. Yeah, that shit is bad, man. Yeah, Don't the, do Molly, ladies and gentlemen. The guts rock I heard is cool though. I heard that's cool, but the powder you 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 playing games with that?
3: Joke. Yeah, I played a lot of games, man.
2: Yeah, that's cool though. So uh, let's start. Obviously, the
3: most pressing and most important topic. Uh, We lost a legend this weekend, man. Uh, Rest in peace to DMX, aka Earl Simmons. Uh, Somebody that we all know and love. Um, The dopest part, not as I don't want to say it's wrong about him dying, but the dopest part about everything once everybody like came to grips with it was all of the love that he got, and all of the stories, and the videos, and the pictures, and everybody's met DMX except me, apparently. Me and you.
2: You met you met DMX? Yeah, it sounds like uh last year. <laughs> you met him? No. Oh, I've asked you I were asking, did you meet him? No. Oh, oh you saw okay. him. Yeah, we've seen him, but it's just like everybody just popped up with pictures of DMX. And at the most random of places. He was at an Albanian wedding. Yo. <laughs> Dancing with the family. Yeah, I met DMX at Bradley's <laughs> coming out the bathroom. He was going in. He growled. It was cool as shit. It's like it amazes me. The one that. chick said she, she
3: had a picture. She was like, yeah, I was uh, staying at this hotel uh, last year. Uh, and then I, I heard this loud voice or whatever. And I came out in the hallway and it was DMX. And I told him to, to quiet down. And then we talked for like three hours. And then he drew a picture. And I'm just like, what the fuck,
2: man? Everybody got DMX story. You Everybody. Know? The wildest one I seen, my homie posted a shit. Um, DMX was coming through the airport. Okay, and he at the time was working TSA and uh, he told him like DMX was going into the he posted on Facebook he was going into the you know the drone where they check you or whatever mm-hmm. and he was like oh you gotta take your boots off and he's like he didn't even realize it was him and he was like when he, when he was like oh come on and he was like <laughs> he turned and was like oh shit you DMX and he was like yeah and he was like yo can I get a pic alright come on and they took a picture and shit real quick. Yeah. And he was like, yo, man, you one of my favorite artists, man. Like, I always fucked with you and shit. He's like, I really appreciate that. He's like, next thing you know, X started talking about God. And he was like, he hauled off and like prayed real quick, yeah. like a prayer at the... At TSA. <laughs> 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 I
3: was like, what? <laughs> like,
2: uh, yeah, that was some X shit, man. Yeah, man.
3: X was, X was a one-on-one, man. He was a, a true individual. He was outgoing in every way possible. He was aggressive. He was earnest. He was fighting his own demons. But just like you said, he would stop at a moment's notice and give anybody a prayer, some motivation, some honest feedback, whatever. And I think that's why he was like the people champ, man. Like, people love that guy.
2: Yeah. I had I had some weirdness pop off the other day in my mentions and shit on Twitter. Somebody at me and was like, um, I hope you're not about to give DMX no fake love this week on the podcast. And I was like, <laughs> bro i'm at the gym I, what's, what's going on and he's like no because you remember when him and x i mean him and snoop had the battle you was like he can't fuck with snoop no way shape or form and i'm like can't i'm like i don't i don't know what does that have to do with anything and he's like oh you know how when people die people turn around and be like oh you was my favorite artist and just and it's like bro i don't know if you ever listen to podcasts. podcast i put dmx in my top 10 all the time right. like all the time like dmx doesn't move out of that yeah that don't negate the fact that I think Snoop is just a better MC, but I'm like, this ain't the time, right? For that, you know what I'm saying? That's like if Jay Z died. shit has set sail. Yeah, and I'm like, like I'm a Nas fan, so I was like, oh Jay, not great. It's like, what's what's happening? And that's where it's like when when these deaths happen. It brings out a lot of love And a lot of good But it also brings out Some weirdness Oh every time Yeah every time Every time somebody died, We see some weirdness uh, pop up. My, my y'all weird for the week Save it Let's okay. let's let's give DMX all his love And flowers okay, cool That y'all weird Is some of the weirdest shit Of, of all the time yeah, Of all time I know exactly uh, What you are going with that Can
3: we get into uh, Our favorite DMX moments Oh I know mine I got a couple of them Here's one of mine I know
2: Yeah, DMX is a legend, man. (laughs) Who needs an alarm
0: in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
3: My favorite comment from the video, I forgot how perfect this was. DMX is Santa.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That was an actual single last year, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they actually released it They had 8.4 million views on YouTube mm-hmm. on Power 105's channel. Uh my favorite DMX moment is him telling the story of when he got arrested for impersonating the federal agent. And he's like, I was coming through, and it was like, you know, I thought threw my lights on, and it's just like, yo, they're not respecting my authority. <laughs> not that I have any authority. <laughs> <laughs> I fell fuck out. Not that I had it. <laughs> they weren't respecting my authority. Not that I have it.
3: So <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember, that's when, so funny do you remember shit, when, when MTV used to do True Life and mm-hmm. then they would have like the documentaries with the artists and shit and they had the DMX True Life and he was driving and some about how erratic his driving
2: was and he was behind the ambulance. He was like, come on, man. That's grandma. Man, yo, grandma. That ain't your grandma. I'm like, a lot of people track. don't. A lot of people don't know this, but you know the whole uh, on Ether when Nas says you 36 in a karate class, you know where that comes from. True life. Not true life. Diary Diary You made me think of Diary Yeah it was Diary But Jay Z was taking a uh, Karate class A, 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 tie, a um, Not a Tybo But a, like a kickboxing yeah. class On the John That's where that shit comes from Still whoop your ass You 36, 36 in a karate, karate class, class. You Tybo ho Good times Diary <laughs> and True Life They gotta bring them Jones back and making a video Damn Making a video We gotta holler. t v MTV, MTV had crazy original content yeah. and Now they
3: just play Ridiculousness all day Yeah mm-hmm. They've captured all the market share just to play Ridiculous Somebody was in like, Fantasy th- Factory. MTV
2: put on the the, the 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 rerun button of Ridiculous and just left the office <laughs> for six years. <laughs> yeah, that shit is crazy. All right, then that's my other
3: uh, DMX moment.
1: Butterfly
3: in the sky. Come on. I can go twice as high. Let's get it on. In a book <laughs> My nigga Reading Rainbow You think it's a game? I can't go anywhere Suck my dick Friends <laughs> to know My nigga Ways to grow Nigga <laughs> Reading
2: Rainbow Here we go again I <laughs> can't be anything Same old shit <laughs> My nigga, look, nigga <laughs> In a
3: book My nigga a Reading Rainbow
2: <laughs> yeah. I never heard that in my <laughs> life. <laughs> you never heard the DMX no. lead in rainbow. No. <laughs> oh. oh shit. What's your favorite DMX song?
3: Uh my absolute favorite is two songs. Niggas done started something. Okay. And Get At Me Dog. Okay. Just because I remember being like 13, 14, whenever the fuck Get At Me Dog came out and just seeing the visual and the shit he was talking. I told you I thought I was gonna faint <laughs> like, the first time I saw and the video. To Them lights. Out, like who he was talking about, cause they blurred the name out and all of that shit. And uh that it, it literally like changed the game. And um so those are my two favorite moments. Like every time I, I get back into uh It's Dark and Hell is hot, I play Niggas and Started Something first, and then I play Get At Me Dog, and then I play the rest of the album.
2: I remember having this conversation with my man uh, Idris and, and, and Ross, and I, we were arguing, like, best verses in rap history. Like, if you had to take 10 verses and put them up there, and I'm like, it's so hard. because. But I always, like, forever in a million years, the last verse on Get At Me, Dog, is one of the best verses sure. in rap history. I always say that. I never shy away. That... uh let me holler at you, all you know, that Baltimore shit. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm just robbing to eat, and there's at least a thousand others like me mobbing the streets when we starving, when we eat. Like that verse was just so he didn't have a shirt on. He was right. in the tunnel. <laughs> Them lights was going crazy. That, that that shit was like perfect. It was perfect. And then the uh, uh what, what was the big line? Uh <laughs> get too close to niggas was like protected by Viper. Stand back. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: that verse What's was. This? crazy. this? I thought you niggas was killers. Dimension. Dimension. The it fuck you want me to do with this nigga finish him let's end it
2: <laughs> that shit was perfect that was a perfect verse yeah. um rough riders remix the anthem remix Smoked. oh my god I, I i've never seen a remix like where it just it i always put that up there with with benjamin's remix where yeah. it's just like he filled in it, it just got better and <laughs> yeah. better as the song went on yeah Like, as good as Drag On was, as good as Kiss was, as good as uh, Styles was, as good as Eve was, it was just, it was perfect. And 24 Hours to Live is up there, too. Yeah, for sure. And Slippin'. Slippin' was great. Slippin' was great. It was a great song. If I had to pick one DMX song, how's it going down? Fire. It just... I, I can't remember a time period like where you seen a nigga so aggressive do a a, a love a love ballad right <laughs> like a ghetto love ballad and just coming through like I do you know getting my ball going that's a line yeah. <laughs> coming through like I do you know getting my ball going knew she knew, was a thug because when I met her she, she had a scarf on fifty scar four eleven size seven and girls baby face it looked like she was eleven with girls like that shit was perfect yeah. The video was perfect. It was just... The sample was perfect. Yeah. That's, that's probably my favorite DMX song. No, How's it going a, that's down? That's a great song. How's it going down? I Somewhere I have a shirt, an airbrush shirt that says, and then there was M. That's when I completely lost my mind <laughs> on, in high school <coughs> on, on some DMX shit. And then there was M. Yeah, I was an X fan, man. X like nobody was, called you M. No. No <laughs> <laughs> No one. <laughs> nobody Ever was like yo what's up M?" <laughs> never in my life but that was a good time man DMX was first artist ever to have his first 5 albums go number 1 uh I looked at the numbers the other day first album did 250 second album did 4 third album did 650 650 and then the last one did I think 4 like yeah first artist ever to have first 5 albums debut at number 1 yeah uh the you know he's the 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 pillar of the Rough Rider movement. Save Def Jam. Save Def Jam. Uh, it just sucks that addiction. And I don't think we get into that enough. For sure. We haven't had a show based around it. That's a, it's a very, very tough subject. But it's funny because I was watching, uh, not funny, but you ever watch Intervention? Yes. Intervention to me is one of those shows you don't plan to watch. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It kind of is just on. And it catches your eye and you like... I'm gonna watch this shit. Yeah, Damn, She on meth. Like, And you and you watch it. Right. And it was interesting because the one that was on the other day, the girl, she, young white girl, she was on crystal meth. She was in and out of jail. She moved in with the aunt but wound up robbing the aunt's house trying to like get high and of course. shit. So she went to jail. The judge was gonna... Basically, the judge gave her a situation where she could do probation and in-home uh, monitor and ankle monitor... The aunt was willing to let her come back and live there, but on some, like, last chance type shit. And they were doing, uh, I think she had to do a drug screening at random. Like, they were going to do random drug screenings. So, she got out. She had an argument with her dad. And... Literally, like, two days later, she was getting heroin and, and getting high. And she came in the house all high, and the aunt was snapping and crying. Like, they called. You have to do a drug test in the morning. Like, you're going back to jail. And da-da-da. she wound up having to go back to jail. Yeah. And, you know, she came. She got back out. Long story short, she was on the street, whatever. So they were doing the intervention. And uh, the guy who was mediating the intervention had the family there before she got there. And he was like, I want you guys to look at it from this perspective. And he was like... How many of y'all in here blame her for her, you know, her, her misfortune, her, what she's going through? And they all like put their hands up like, blame, and he was like, How many of y'all blame each other or blame yourselves for what she's going through? And nobody put their hand. He was like, That right there is like such a fucked up way to like look at it. He was like, Her issue is all of your issue. Right. You all have a hand and all play a part in that. And we kind of alluded that to that last week with yeah. the whole DMX situation, where it's like, yes, X's old head introduced him to doing turbos and shit. But at the same time, it's like people enable a lot of these things that go on. Yeah, people knew what DMX was suffering with, but he was pumping out them hits. So Leo ain't really care. Yeah, Kevin um, Lyle's and they ain't really care. Getting whatever the fuck he needs. Getting whatever he needs. He pumping it. We got another banger. We got another one. And that's kind of how it go. And it's like you look at the the situation with the Rough Riders when you actually see the documentary and see to where he really believed this was like family. And it was like, yeah. no, nah, we kind of just like you know, we, we. no, no, this, this our company.
3: Like you you are artists, but this our company. Our meaning the Dean family, yeah, not Earl.
2: Yeah, what's your last name? <laughs> like yeah, not Earl. Whatever your last name is, I think his name is Earl Simmons. Simmons, yeah, yeah. Earl Simmons. Like so, it just it it it's sad, but it's just like.
0: head over to amazon.com forward slash crime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.
2: Destruction.
3: Yeah. And to that point about the whole uh, the whole Rough Riders thing it's just unfortunate. We talked about this before in different scenarios. It's unfortunate that that's always the story with these, these, uh, <laughs> these black record labels. It's, yeah. That's always the story. You have DMX. You have Lil Wayne. You have Juvenile. You have uh uh Camera. Camera. Like, you have... Biggie. Pot, And it's just... Snoop. We just never do the right... Like, they never do the right thing because at some point, the the people that, that are in charge feel like, well, my marketing plan or my brain power was more important than their talent and it's like no you dumb motherfuckers it's the combination of y'all together Mm -hmm. as a unit so at that point you need to do whatever you can do to keep the unit together not what's in the best interest of your bottom line and you putting more money in your pocket Mm -hmm. it would have been nothing for the rough riders to say you know what we're gonna give you 10 percent of the company We're going to give you back whatever, whatever, you outperformed your deal and give you 10% of the company. Because without you, we can't go to Interscope and get a label deal. We can't. All of this shit flows through you. Everybody wants to be over here because of you. Mm -hmm. That's more important than whatever the fuck business we doing. Because the only business we did that got all of this other shit happening was bringing you here. Exactly. (laughs) So without you, none of this shit is possible. And it's us together that is the best possible scenario
2: for everybody. But continue about the addiction point. Sorry. Uh, no, I mean, that was, that was really, it's just, it, we're at the point now where we're we're almost 40. Yes. And, you know, the people we grew up on are, are 50. You know what I mean? If Biggie was alive, he'd be, what, 51, 52? Yeah. If Pac was alive, he'd be 50, 51. DMX just passed away at 50. Method Man is 50 jay-z 63 right you know what i'm saying it's just like yo like these are older guys now you saw black rob is going through his uh situation now Yeah, get well black rob yeah definitely you realize we weren't taking the best care of ourselves at all you know so wrapped up in
3: the lifestyle and it's like whatever vice you may have it could be women it could be money it could be uh fucking having orgies. It could be drugs. Like, whatever it is, everybody gambling. Everybody has some form of a vice. And we've seen people do themselves in time and time again, not getting enough sleep. Look at what happened with Ross. with having seizures and mm-hmm. shit. Look at what happened with Wayne. Not getting enough rest. Doing fucking all types of illicit drugs and all of that shit. Lil Wayne didn't die 14 times on the internet the last mm-hmm. 10 years. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, we see this shit time and time again, but when you in it, It's easy for us to sit on the outside looking in and be like, you wrong, blah, 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 blah. But we are more intuitive and and understanding enough to know that's not really the case. Because when you in it and you get on that run... You just sometimes you just gotta go you're with going the flow. You going full throttle every day. You getting three hours of sleep because you picking up a hundred over here, two hundred over here, you got this studio session, you got that you gotta be on Good Morning America. It's hard to just be like, you know what, I need a day because everybody's around you relies upon your star and to the reality of it is, is
2: if you take that day off we might go find something else we like for sure for sure especially yeah. in the internet age mm-hmm. we for sure gonna go find something else yeah why you ain't doing nothing on Monday dog we fucking with this now yeah <laughs> <laughs> for real it's insane but yeah you look at these these uh these labels and just the way they handle artists did you see Lauren Hill Came out and spoke about it It's just like Yeah like the way Y'all handle these artists It's just like Damn when it come To the end of it They really got nowhere to go For sure Like Black Rob Ain't got no You know Black Rob Like man I just need Some rest man Like I don't got nowhere To live like And it's just Black Rob shouldn't Be going through that Black Rob got a 5 times platinum
3: single, got a two-time platinum album, mm. fucking contributed to one of the biggest albums of all time and No Way Out. It's no way he, in he hell. He was writing
2: for the saga continues, Look, all that shit. It's like It's
3: no way in hell Black Rob should be in the state that he should be in. Yeah, exactly. Should be impossible. So that's why when Puffy tries to go and get on his high horse, his, and we'll get into that a little later, get on his high horse, people are like, nigga, what? Like, Shut up. But you got artists that
2: still ain't I'm saying get done. Like
3: you are, you are corporate America. What the fuck are you talking yeah.
2: about? Shit is crazy, man. But you you see it now in the last couple of years, especially with like a lot of the hip hop people. You see Buster Rhymes with his transformation. You see Method Man's all about working out now. Yeah. You see Timberland became Dr. Dre. All of these people who were living a lifestyle of just drinking forties and eating ribs and yo fighting. I was watching. What the fuck was I watching the other day? But I was basically like,
3: yo, it was crazy how motherfuckers would just drink malt liquor like just routinely, mm-hmm. like straight poison. <laughs> <laughs> 11 o'clock on a Tuesday, niggas sitting around at the table playing Domino's, drinking drinking O.E. Yeah. You literally killing yourself. And it was just straight normal. Teenagers, too. Because Dr. Dre and all them and Eazy-E and Q, they was 17, 18, 19 yeah. when N.W.A. first blew up. Niggas sitting around drinking 40s.
2: 40, 40 ounces of malt liquor. Nate Dogg was singing on the St. Odd's commercial. <laughs> See what I'm saying? You know they don't even have 40s no more. It's 42.
3: Forty-two.
2: Yeah, you get two ounces extra now, I guess, after all the years of... Hey,
3: like, we had this ma- we had the metric system all wrong yeah. all these years. Who knew? Yeah. We got 42 ounces for you
2: niggas. 42. I
3: thought you were going to say they took them off the market. Oh, no, no, they, no, no, no. They went up. They added you, add, added ounces, yeah. <laughs> we got to get rid of these niggas somehow. We're going to put two more.
2: Put two more. That shit at least take six months off a of nigga life. Oh, we got to get rid of these <laughs> niggas somehow. Yeah, man, like, uh, it, it, it just... Take care of yourselves. If you take nothing else away. For like fifty really isn't that old. If you do it right, at fifty, you got your whole life ahead of you. Yeah.
3: If you do it right, you eat the right shit, you fucking take care of yourself, you get fucking rest. You treat people the fucking right way. If you 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 stay up on your genetic program and all that, because that play a big part too. People don't be up on like, oh, my family is this, predisposed this, to getting yo, cancer or high blood pressure. We, this we, had this. A, we had a
2: conversation about this the other day. Like, people will literally go and find out certain things, and then still, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, and and it just be like, I don't, I don't understand the purpose in being this. in denial. Ain't gonna add no years to your life. I mm. promise you. No, it's I don't not. Know.
3: And it's like so, like, I'm, not- like I'm coming up on being forty. At forty, they say black males are three times more likely to uh, for prostate cancer as uh, as men of any other race. We got that's something we got to deal with. Mm-hmm. We got to go and get the as uncomfortable and draining as it is. We got to get a prostate exam and make sure that everything is on on the up and up because you don't want to find out when you stage three mm-hmm. and it's and it's almost the fuck over because at that point you closer to death than you are to coming back. So it's just, it's just certain shit that just as people we got to do and be up on and take care of ourselves, educate ourselves, feed your brain the right shit so that when you are 45, 50 in your financial earning prime, you got your whole life ahead of you to really enjoy that fucking yeah. money and you old enough and lived enough life to know what not to do and you can pass that knowledge back to the next
2: generation. Yeah, I had a, a guy I work with, he's a little bit of a dickhead. Actually he's a lot a bit of a dickhead. Okay. But but he um he he came up to me and was like, uh, yeah, I see you become Mr. Fitness and shit. You you think you the shit now, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, What do you what are you I, what, like what are you referring what are you talking about? And he was like, No, I mean, you know, yeah, like, you crushing in the gym, you walk around, got your muscles all flaring and shit. And I'm like, Bro, I, like not trying to be funny, yo, like my doctor straight was like, you're going to die right. in the next five years. You know what I mean? So it's like, at, like, at this point, I'm just trying to make it to 37. Right. Because he told me at 32, I wasn't going to make it to 37. And it's like, again, America is so weird at times because it's like all we care about is the aesthetics. Right. Like if you're thin, oh, your you're, you're, life is good. Whole time this motherfucker got a weak heart, got bad lungs, got motherfucking can like all kinds of shit. Seriously, these motherfuckers out here, bitches that look amazing, they got all kinds of issues they going through. And they- it- listen, my homegirl, she said she uh she had interviewed for uh,
3: a job recently. They was ready, they had the offer packet and all that together. They gave her a. Uh, a nicotine test a nicotine swab they said yeah you know long as your test is below a certain number whatever whatever you should be good we're gonna send an offer pack it out blah 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 that's a job she really wanted so she take the nicotine test they called her. They didn't even like email or nothing they called her. they say yeah um you know normally if somebody has like a nicotine level up to like 200 or whatever you know we'll we'll overlook uh you know it because it's like that that's not really like that's like an occasional you know t- interaction with tobacco nicotine here or there. Yours was at 4,000. From what? Smoking hookah every day.
2: Oh, I thought this bitch was banging the porch. No, no I was about- smoking hookah two, three, four times a day. You know what's interesting? It's just amazing at how um, black people look at hookah as compared to like cigarettes or black and miles or cigars. It, it's so bizarre.
3: You're literally smoking 10 packs of cigarettes. It, it, like, you're literally smoking 10 packs of cigarettes, man. Right?
2: Like, yeah. Every time. I've seen motherfuckers like, Oh, I, I ain't fucking with no bitch that smokes cigarettes. I ain't fucking with no nigga that smoke cigarettes. But then they got 19 karate-sized championship <laughs> right. hookahs in the house. And it'd be like, bro, that's the same exact shit. Like, I really cannot, like, and no one can make it make sense to me. Yeah. Like, why do y'all have such a disdain for that, but then love this? Because and of it's the, literally because of the taste. 10 times worse. Fuck it being the same thing. Yeah. It's literally 10 to yeah. 20 times worse for yeah. you than that. Big Tobacco came back with a vengeance. With a vengeance. That's oh. Like, oh, oh,
3: yeah. Oh, <laughs> y'all took the Marlboro <laughs> man down. Okay. <laughs> y'all took Joe Cameron. y'all took us on TV. We
2: can't advertise these motherfucking kids no more, none of that shit. Watch this nigga I got some watermelon mint For you motherfucker. Yeah I got some blue Some nigger minty (laughs) twists Y'all gonna love this
3: shit Crazy And I'm guilty of it too But on the same token I ain't
2: banging Fucking hookah For seven hours a day Like I I literally Had this conversation With a (laughs) a young lady I'm like Hookah is tobacco It's flavored tobacco You you, Like dead ass You can go into Wawa And get you a fucking Little can of (laughs) Skull And right just and put that shit right here. I'm like, that's what, like, it's tobacco. It's no, there's no if, ands, or buts yeah. about this shit. You're smoking tobacco. And what people got to understand is that the tobacco
3: companies, the same way as the beer companies and the uh, the whiskey companies and all of that, the best whiskey, the best tobacco, the best beer is all made in the United States. Mm-hmm. That's part of our gross domestic product. So if you think that the fucking government is going to allow those companies to fail, you the fuck stupid Yeah you're on crack Like all they gonna do I is shouldn't say that In the you you gonna, or... you gonna They gonna rebrand They gonna find a way To make a way Because They had billions When billions was like Having trillions Yeah They have been They have been printing money Since the 1700s Yeah So it was like They got money You can't fucking get rid Chris of Chris Rock
2: said it best It was like Kennedy's family Made a fortune Bootlegging Like they weren't Selling boots <laughs> <laughs> Like they was Selling the drug selling Of their the day Selling the alcohol Yeah that's what it was
3: Like, that was, I was watching uh, a Joe Rogan joint recently. He was like, he was like, like, Joe Kennedy was a drug dealer. Like, Mm -hmm. he was like, let's call it what the fuck it was. Like, alcohol was illegal.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Like,
3: they came over, he came over from fucking Ireland, and he took every fucking risk possible. He engaged in every illegal business he could, partner with the fucking, the mob, all of that shit, so that, his children could do whatever the fuck they wanted to do. and He was down to take whatever fall he had to take. And he ended up rising to the point where he was a fucking ambassador for the United States of America. Shit crazy. To the United Kingdom. Because that's how powerful he became because of all the money he made. But mm-hmm. he was a fucking drug dealer.
2: Yeah. Wow.
3: Slinging that bathtub uh, wild turkey. A hooch. running hooch. hooch.
2: But uh, where do we start with this? Uh, addiction. Okay, yeah, addiction. Um, all, all I can say is it, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. No bullshit. You know, um, DMX left an impression it's going to be around for a very, very long time. 100%. Uh, He's an icon. Yeah, definitely an icon. Um, icon.
3: <sighs> tragic. Yeah. Somebody pointed out on Twitter, they said, damn, DMX was photogenic and shit. Every picture I see of him is like great. And then I really like, like just searched him and just went through all the photos. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker take great photos all the time. He did a photo shoot with GQ recently. And um, the, every picture was like fucking immaculate. And I'm like, damn, look at Earl. He was killing it. Yeah. He's literally got some of the, he probably got the best photo reel of all time out of like all the artists, or at least top three, top five.
2: He was super photogenic. Super photogenic. Right. Yeah. Like, it was a
3: picture with uh with him, Meth, Ray, and Jay-Z that was like super yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, I seen that. And jump. somebody was like, damn, this is the hardest photo I've ever seen in my life, this joke. Yeah, I seen it. Shit was crazy. And I'm like, damn, like, you know, he was he was in all the right places, man, at the Can right time. Can we talk about
2: our Y'all weird of the week? We got three Y'all weirds. I saw the main one, and I... I <laughs> Let's start with that one. Yeah. So I, I, this, is, this, is what, this is what we do here. We try to make y'all think. I'm going to say it again. I've said it before. If you see it on the internet, there's a very, very, very good possibility that it's not That it's completely full of shit. Okay. There's this thing called fact checking that doesn't exist anymore. I mean it should exist. <laughs> it's a lost it's a lost art. The other day a fucking meme started floating around that said Jay-Z and Beyonce were buying back DMX's Masters, Masters for 10 million dollars and they were going to give ownership of them to his 17 children for free, for free. I knew instantly the first nigga I saw posted on Instagram, I knew it was fake. <laughs> just because just he posted like, it. Like, oh, yeah, this can't be right. He never makes <laughs> sense ever. He's always yes. a little off with his, you know, ideals and theories. So when I saw that, I knew instantly this is fake. Right. This is bullshit. Then I got on Twitter and I saw it on Twitter and I just was like, we can't be this bad, right. man. We ain't going to never be free. Like, freedom is no... <laughs> freedom is a misnomer <laughs> no freedom has never happened and I, I, I this is what I talk about when it comes to death it's just always good bad and weird what the fuck makes you even start this goofy shit right that, that where I be at like why even start this stupid ass shit I mean,
3: motherfuckers, like Jay-Z said, motherfuckers just bored, want to be in shit. Or they get to the rap and yeah. start believing in is that is that yeah. thing where it's like people are more interested in the clout than being factually correct just to be the topic of conversation. Like, some asshole somewhere, whoever started this is just sitting back like, ah, got him, like, yes. And it's probably like somebody in fucking Norway or some bullshit like that that just that don't give a fuck about hip hop whatsoever, but they just know that the audience that supports hip hop is so susceptible to getting bullshit ran on them that they could just slip this one out there and then just watch it take on a fucking life of its own. Put a cool little graphic, nice little sexy picture of Jay Z and Beyonce. Boom! It gotta be true. No sources, just vibes, baby. I hate us. I hate <laughs> us, man. Like we ridiculous motherfuckers take the bait every time, He'll every the the time. my thing is like remember when back to the uh, we was dealing with like the Gucci shit and all that and I'm just like yo y'all not
2: tired of being unapologetically wrong every time all the time it goes into the whole Larnell shit where it's like people want to be the one to break the news yeah, people want to be, be first I want to be the one who puts this on the timeline so people can come to my it's like when somebody die and like they wake up and say, and they rush and go get a picture and post it and be like, "Oh my God, no, I can't believe this!" Just so people can be in the comments, like, "What? What? Yeah. What?" With a bunch of teas, yeah. it like I saw somebody do that the other day. I think like their dad
3: or their grandfather died. And they had this long post was like, "I can't, words can't describe what I'm going through right now, but words are describing what you're going <laughs> through right now." And I'm just like fam get off the internet yo. like if I lose my dad my grandfather my grandfather some, anybody close to me like the last thing I'm thinking about is yo I gotta get you on the gram and this. let y'all know like shit hard for a nigga right now and it's like what are we supposed to do
2: hey strangers I uh, just want to <laughs> let y'all know like I, I said on time like cause you know being at a job you got like older people you, you, <laughs> yeah. you have friends with on Facebook I was saying the other day like Older people on Facebook are annoying as shit. Hey, what's going on, guys? I just want to let y'all know I tested positive for COVID nineteen. <laughs> I am feeling good, but the fight is not over. Hey? Pray for me. <laughs> like what the fuck? Every do we need day, this? Uh, you know, is a battle. You
3: know what I'm saying? I gotta. They said <laughs> I gotta quarantine for ten days. I'm gonna just take it one day at a time. Hey, why do we need this information, man? In <laughs> your prayers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Old people in the internet is always funny as shit. Somebody the other day was like, aunts be drawling on your poses <laughs> Oh, <shit."> man. <laughs> you looking good, nephew. Give the glory to God. <laughs> <laughs> Calling you nicknames <laughs> from when you was seven.
3: I know that's right, fat man. Like, Yo. Like, I'm 28. Yo. <laughs> Stop this. What were the other y'all weirds? Uh, the other y'all weird was uh was Lunel. Lunel. And then uh, Sarah Painter, a writer for the New York Times, did an article about DMX's foreclosures and his uh different real estate holdings that went bad throughout the course of his life. And I'm just like Why? Really?
2: Yes, literally. In fact I did see on that it Friday. Was, it was um it was the, the the headline was like the homes that he's lost. Or yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was just I, like, I didn't click on it because I thought it was strange. Why? Yeah. You know
3: what I'm saying? It's like it goes back to the clout. It's like you want people are like this is from a real
2: newspaper. This is not a blog. Duh. This is the New York Times. The, the, the Daily Times, Uh, they had DMX and Prince Philip on the cover. And it said... Beloved Prince Prince and the rapper, and beloved Prince passes at ninety nine, and the rapper, troubled artist, dies at fifty, and I'm like, yo, DMX and Prince Philip not going to the same place. Like, I hate to break the news (laughs) to you, for sure. Like, (laughs) DMX is in heaven. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I'm just like, yo, it it just amazes me at how the media, mainstream media, can work at times. With the baloney, with the malarkey. Yeah. This shit is... B- heavy malarkey. Heavy on the malarkey. Some extra malarkey on there. <laughs> like, it just always... You is, get a double XL malarkey. Yeah, like, it just it's Swiss always G's. some nonsense. It's like, in a moment like that, where DMX is, you know, suffers a heart attack. Did you did you see, like, the actual factuals to it? No, like, I didn't see it. It, 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 it. it was over when it when it When it when happened, actually. He went an hour without oxygen to the brain. Oh, that's a wreck. And and that's totally. why he was in the vegetative state. And it's just like, I you know, I, I can't believe they let that go on for as long as they did, yeah. like the week. It's just like, an hour without oxygen, bro. You you, it's a wreck. You're not like you you're not coming back from that. So, it just it, it in a time like this where you have a heart attack, you 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 know you. You pass out, have a heart attack, boom, boom, boom. You slip into a coma, vegetative state. Why are y'all worried about his home that foreclosed in 2004? Like, why, why, why is right. that? Why is that relevant? Like, have some compassion. Have some, y'all have some empathy. Y'all definitely weird for that. Yeah, have some empathy. And it's... it's Lunell shit, I'm not necessarily super mad at because she a prisoner at the moment. Instagram, social media, it's every... All of y'all act like that. I think yeah. all of y'all are weird for that shit. When something happens and y'all... Ru- like, I've seen people literally, like, somebody will post when this person dies, be on the post, like, like, oh my God, what? And then the next post I see scrolling is them eight minutes later with a picture of them and that person, right. like, I can't believe I'm waking up to this. And it's just like... We, we don't need this, yo. all yeah. Or the super weirdest shit when somebody dies, y'all in the comments talking about what happened. Right. Like, do you really think somebody's about to be like, oh, yeah, you know, he jammed a fork into a socket, electrocuted. Like, no one's about right. to tell you what the fuck happened. So, it was an unfortunate
3: schmelding accident. Like, no, that's not what happened, man.
2: Yeah, I didn't know. I, I didn't really get it. I saw the home shit, but I didn't like Yeah, Yeah, you know it was mean? nasty. It
3: was super nasty, man. Yeah,
2: that's that's. But, I mean, man. to put
3: a bow on this, rest in peace, DMX. Um, Earl Simmons, you are loved. You are missed. You are appreciated. You gave us so much over the 20-some-odd years that we've known you. We appreciate all of your contribution to art, to music, to culture, Um and just to humanity in general, and this, you know, but the fact that everybody has a different Dmx story just lets you know the the magnitude of his impact mm-hmm. and how much, how many common people he came in contact with because he was one of us and that he appreciated us the same way we appreciated him and a lot of times gave us way more than we could give him whether it be a prayer some kind words some motivation some inspiration some feedback whatever the case may be and um he's he was a a a, a phenomenal
2: person man the uh what was I about to say I kind of want to go into the um little little racial shit black black lives matter co yeah have have you been paying attention to the george floyd trial yes, what are your thoughts on this uh i think chauvinists is about to get fried i right, listen everybody you, ha- nobody has his back except his lawyer you 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 know that, that that town is ready to go re you know uh get they nigger they get their real nigger car revalidated you 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 know. <laughs> Like it's time, you know what I'm yeah, saying. like I dare you. Like we'll fuck this shit up again. And I, I, I literally said the other day, there's no way he can get off. It's if, impossible. If he gets off, they come back and say not guilty. The police chief said. The police chief literally walked up on the stand, put his hand on the Bible. He's like, "You swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth." He said, "I do." So uh, what are your thoughts? Said this white nigga was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Police chief got <laughs> right up there. Yeah, this white nigga is completely out of
3: pocket. Yeah, that we don't teach none of that shit yeah. in the force. The top homicide detective in the state of Minnesota mm-hmm. is like, I don't know all that shit. He, I don't know none of that shit. We don't employ none of that. Yeah. Completely unnecessary. Four days of witness accounts. They had everybody. People up there crying, losing their mother. Little kids, old people. They got everybody. Up everybody. Though. Everybody came to court Yeah This nigga's getting f- fried Yeah They should just take him down to City Hall And just set him on fire at this point Wife
2: done left him Everybody's like
3: How could you Like how could you justify being Married to the most notorious po- Cop uh, Murder of an innocent man in history I don't think he's the most notorious and Who is? You remember the names
2: of any of these other goof troop motherfuckers that did the dumb shit over the last 15 years? Hey, you got a good point. I don't think we remember (laughs) the name of them. We remember the people. We remember this dumb motherfucker. Eric Gardner, Sandra Bland, Philando Castillo. I don't think we remember the cop, though. Yeah, you got a point. Damn. I was about to say OJ
3: <laughs> But
2: no No OJ is a crazy nigga That used to play
3: football <laughs> Like he wasn't law enforcement <laughs> I did about to say OJ I just think about yeah. that for a second like, no, Der- like- Derek Chauvin you got it baby You know yeah. what I'm saying you, you earned this one And it's just one of them things Where it's like Everybody has distanced themselves From this motherfucker yeah. Like you went rogue You went too far The doctor is like Yeah
2: I mean Whatever he was on Didn't have any effect on his death the defense attorney, it amazes me at just how defense attorneys like, for that chicken, they you nasty. You got to get nasty. Ain't that crazy?
3: They get nasty. For that
2: chicken, you dead ass gotta like go in there and put up a fight. Yeah. Man, he was high. They like, nah, the drugs ain't had nothing to do with it. He was overweight. They like, nigga, he wasn't that, he was thin. That nigga had the gout. Yeah.
3: <laughs> the gout came up from the yeah. toe and then seeped
2: into his throat. That no, not buying this. All right. Recess. Recess. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. That shit crazy. Defense attorney's dead ass gotta go in there. They got and fight. one of the nastiest jobs ever. Nasty. I always wonder, like, as a defense attorney, like, how do you feel if you know? Your client did whatever the fuck he's accused of, and you gotta like defend that. Yeah. They have be- to be numb to it. I Say it again? They have to be numb to it after a certain amount of times. I' yeah, I mean, yeah, like, you know, like <sighs> Kobe in the in the fourth quarter, I guess you say it's what we mm, do. Fuck it. Yo, did you But watch- like you look at these people who not to cut you off, but people who shoot up shit, you know, yeah. mass shootings and rapists, and they all have defense attorneys. Yeah. So the fucking Unabomber had a goddamn defense attorney, like
3: you are busted, red fucking handed. The Olympic, Centennial Olympic Park bomber defense attorney, and they just like, no, we're gonna find a way to get out, and it's just like, no, you're not.
2: <laughs> that shit is nuts, man.
3: No, you're fucking not. And it's like on the on the Undoing, the uh, the the mini series with uh, Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman, the the black woman that played the uh, defense attorney, she was marvelous, by the way. She said, I am, cause like she's like. I don't know if you did it or not. Like, I don't really care. I'm paid to create muck. I'm here to muddy the waters and convolute the fucking prosecution's argument to make it so nasty that people can't decipher whether you did it or not. That's in an, an effect what a good defense attorney does Whether you did it or not Who gives a yeah, fuck it means nothing. Like I'd like to know <laughs> Like so I can figure out a strategy But in, in, in reality I'm just going to go in here And just bol- bolt, bolster and blister Whatever the fuck they're trying to do I'm just going to make it so nasty That people, the jury can't decipher what's real and what's fake mm. That is all But that white nigga is finished He's done I hope so Listen, there's Minneapolis is waiting. <laughs> man, man, man. They said, Oh, uh, fucking up Minneapolis wasn't enough for you last time. Yeah. If we must spread out now to Saint Paul and other surrounding territories. Yeah.
2: We going to Kirby Puckett's house and <laughs> all, all that shit. We're gonna tear it all down. They'll definitely uh have to revalidate their real nigga cards if, yeah. if that shit goes left. But I, I at this point I don't think they can I don't think they can get out of yeah. there. Oh, y'all want us to, to visit Kirk Cousins' house. I understand.
3: Yeah. Not a problem. Yeah. Yeah, no. That I can't really I can't really see it going any other way. He's getting fried. Yeah. He's getting fried. I'm surprised he didn't I thought he was gonna uh commit suicide pre-trial. Yeah, you did definitely did say that. But he's he's he's, he's irrational confidence apparently, because they going through with this shit. Mm-mm. But yes, the uh co-founder of Black Lives Matter just yes. bought a one point four million dollar uh That's a compound Mm -hmm. in Topanga Canyon, uh, California, one of the richest and whitest counties in America. Uh, Hold on. Let me get all the facts here. Yeah. uh, Patrice Calor's million dollar real estate binge is what they're calling it on the New York Post. Mm -hmm. As protests. Come on, yo. As protests broke out across the country in the name of Black Lives Matter, the group's co-founder went on a real estate binge, snagging four, I'm sorry, four high-end homes for $3.2 million in the U.S. alone, according to property records. Patrice khan Calors 37, also eyed property in the Bahamas at an ultra-exclusive resort where Justin Timberlake and Tiger Woods both have homes. The Post has learned. Luxury apartments and townhouses at the Beachfront Albany Resort outside Nassau are priced between $5 million and $20 million, according to a local agent. The self-described Mark since last month, purchased a $1.4 million home on a secluded road, a short drive from Malibu in Los Angeles, according to a report. The 2,370-square-foot property features soaring ceilings, skylights, and plenty of windows with canyon views. The Zapanga Canyon Homestead, which includes two houses on a quarter acre, is just one of three homes the Con Calores owns in the Los Angeles area, public record show. Some fellow activists were taken aback by the real estate revelations. Hawk Newsom, the head of Black Lives Matter, Greater New York City, called for an independent investigation to find out how the global network spends its monies. Oh, the same thing that Tamir Rice's mother has been asking for for the last year and y'all been ignoring her. If you go around calling yourself a socialist, you have to ask how much of her own personal money is going to charitable causes, he said. It's really sad because it makes people doubt the validity of the movement and overlook the fact that it's people like this that carry the movement. Last year, Khan Kalor's and spouse Janaya Khan ventured to Georgia to acquire a fourth home, a custom ranch on a 3.2 rural acres in Conyers, features a private airplane hangar with a studio apartment above it and the use of a 2,500-foot paved grass community runway that can accompany small airplanes. This is a fucking joke. This is a fucking joke. And this is why people have been calling for the defunding of fucking Black Lives Matter for the last year and a half because this is the type of oversight that's been going on
2: right under everybody's fucking nose. Did you see that they didn't want to open up their books? Of course not. And they, when they finally did open it up, they said that they've raised upwards of, was it $900 million? Yeah. Yeah. And none of the money has gone back to the families of these people that they're plastering all over the world
3: with BLM. Yeah. Oh, y'all got a settlement in front of the state. Y'all don't need, no, 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 no. yeah. Trying to get this hanger. Trying to get this Cessna right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, bullshit.
2: $900 million. Yeah, I, need to,
3: I need to pull in-ground,
2: not above-ground. I remember ground. when everybody started donating to the BLM, and I couldn't understand, like, what, what where, what, what is the purpose? Like, if you have real-life grassroots organizations that are on the ground in your city, what the hell are you sending money to a national yeah. organization like BLM? Once
3: I found out that BLM was a part of a greater... Nonprofit network like a a a a, a, a conglomerate mm-hmm. of nonprofits. i'm like oh no i won't be giving no more money to this shit because i gave probably like 200 dollars like around the time the uh george floyd uh shit took place but it's just like and that ain't a lot of money but at the end of the day if a million people give you 200 dollars what you got 200 million so it's, it's like it's that sort of thing. And that's why crowdfunding is effective yet dangerous, because if you can fucking get a bunch of people to give you a small sum of money, it equals up to a lot of bread. And then the fucking co-founder can turn around and go buy fucking four homes and try to buy a, a, a compound in the Bahamas. Did you
2: know, did you know that there was a, a, a police shooting in Minneapolis yesterday? Yeah, I just found out about it like on my way here. Because of Rod just sent to Joan in the group chat. They're, po- they're going to postpone the Nets Timberwolves game tonight because oh, the they police. stamping a real nigga card again. again, and- <laughs> again. <laughs> Yo, Minneapolis really don't chill. No, they don't play, man. No, we got to get out there. 6-9 came near during
3: when they had Super Bowl in, in Minneapolis. They tried to flip him upside down. He got, beat, he got punched the on the everything. The cop who
2: shot the guy, the traffic cop, said she meant to fire the taser, and she accidentally fired the gun. You don't know the difference? <sighs> How
3: you that scared at work? Yeah, like you don't need this job. Go work for yeah. the parking authority. Like if we if we can't trust that you can decipher the difference between a handgun and a taser, and a taser you don't need the job, baby.
2: I think the tasers are built like handguns. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty stupid. That's pretty stupid. Yeah.
3: This is like a Dave Chappelle moment when when his friend got pulled over for speed and he was like, I'm sorry, officer. I didn't know I couldn't do that. It's like, damn, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was going to shoot this nigga. No, baby. Like, you got to have more. Like, why is the. And we talked about this before, recurring theme of the show. Why is it that. Matt Cain, as a legal gun owner, Yo. the burden of proof and, and responsibility is higher on you than somebody that gets paid to protect and serve. Crazy. If you discharge a firearm, so much shit, got to proceed yeah. and follow that. Yeah. But a cop could just shoot a motherfucker and they,
2: oh, I thought I had the taser. I didn't realize I grabbed the, the, the real blicky. I thought I grabbed the, 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 the get him to chill, John. I ain't realize it was the Yeah, John. I didn't realize it was the get him out of here, John. I not know it was the John. The John, John. And you know what's crazy about be about police-involved shootings? It seems like police-involved shootings always end in death. Every time. But whereas, like, shootings, like, just shooting shootings, motherfuckers just get shot all the time and yeah. just be cool. I know a dumbass nigga right now. This nigga got shot the fuck up. He limping around on crutches, staying in
3: hotels, all kind of shit. Like, shootings happen regularly. Yeah. Motherfuckers survive shootings. Not when it's against from, from the police. Yeah. Because they're taught to shoot to kill. Aim center mass. Aim yeah. for the, the neck up. Shit like that. Like, that's what they're literally yeah. taught. Because dead men don't come to court. Mm-hmm. we going to litigate what happened. We ain't going to litigate. Did if you this see nigga the situation
2: in Virginia with the army guy? Bruh. Dog. The the cop got fired today. Oh, the, the heavy set cop, he had to. He got fired the today. The shit was so strange and it was just so like out of body that the younger smaller cop you could tell he was literally like, like what the fuck is he didn't going on? know what to, he was like uh, uh come on man and he's like no don't reach in there and he's just like he didn't know what to do because the yeah. boy was just so he straight said i'm afraid to get out he the said, you should, he said be. you should be like
3: here's the thing black man military man in uniform in the military fucking hub of the United States, right. how does that situation get to where it is? Because he drove at a low speed to a well lit area in order to facilitate this traffic stop. Nobody asked for no license registration, none of that shit. Get the fuck out the car. Why are y'all asking me to get out the car? I'm in uniform. I'm part of you. What are you, what are you uh, sergeant or something? I'm a lieutenant, sir. Get out the fucking car. What did you stop me for? Get the fuck out the car. That doesn't matter. We're yeah. gonna figure
2: that out later. Get your conda black ass out the car. That's how it works. Like this is a traffic. This is over a non visible license plate. Mind you, the shit was in the fucking in the, window. In the window. Yeah. That's a ticket. That ain't a Get Out the car. That ain't a get out the car. In any scenario that's a ticket. Did I tell so I got a ticket out media, uh, going to the gym a couple weeks ago, right? Um, on Route One. The speed limit is Fifty five. Okay. Now, to me, I don't even feel like I was driving obnoxiously fast. I was doing like seventy. Okay. But that's the flow of like it was crazy because when the cop got behind me, I'm like, is he pulling me over? There was a car next to me, <laughs> so I'm in the left lane. The car was in the right. Y'all lane. Y'all like this? And he pulled me over, and I had to like slow down and wait for her to go past me so I could pull yeah. over. So I'm like, and I, I there was a car right in front of me, so I'm just like. We were going, and I hadn't changed lanes, or I was in that lane, yeah. and whatever. So he pulled me over. So he came up, white cop, of course, and he said, um, "What's going on, man? Where are you where are you in a rush to?" And I was like, "I don't necessarily really think I was rushing, but I, I'm, I'm headed to the gym at a uh, Granite Ramada Edge." And uh, he's like, okay. Uh, yeah, you know, you the speed is fifty five. I got you going higher than that. I actually got you going to seventy three. I'm like. I mean, yeah, you know, I ain't about to argue with you. I'm like, I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't feel like I was going obnoxiously fast or going in and out. I kind of was just with the traffic. So he's like, all right, well, let me see your license, registration, insurance. I'm like, all right, cool. So I was like, my license is in my, uh, my wallet, my pocket. You care if I reach for it? He's like, yeah, let me, let me say this. So I give him my license. I was like, my registration insurance is in glove box. You care if I reach over? He's like, oh, we, we don't have to do all that. And I'm just like. like yeah, we do. I'm like, yeah, we kind of. kind of do. Kind of do. You know, but you could tell he kind of got like irritated in me asking those two yeah. things. And he's like, oh, we don't have to do. And, and it's just like. I mean, yeah, are you this dense, motherfucker? I'm like, like, look, man, I got shit to do.
3: <laughs> right, so dying is not in the plans. Yeah, center. I want to go work out. I'm gonna go get me a little
2: Q- bowl from Qdoba Like, I don't have time. Funny, I actually went to Qdoba That's <laughs> funny. I'm Smoking that. me, like, you know. Yeah, what I'm like, so I'm gonna
3: ask the questions that but need. But he, to be
2: he definitely got like a little irritated in me saying that, and okay, I was just idiot. like, yo, like you know, it's as a black man, as a large black man, we don't even realize the the things we do can come off as aggressive. Especially when you in a position where you scared of me just on the strength. You're so scared that if I move fast, you going to go for whatever the fuck you can go for to yeah. where you don't know if you grabbing a gun or a taser. So, me just being a larger black man, I do that, and you don't... That fucking, Boom, 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 it's over. Like, if you're a little motherfucker in a car and you got to go for your glove box, it's as simple as... But when you are, uh, it looked like you going fast yeah, as shit like I'm for about something. to grab the yapper. So he, but he definitely had a little attitude that I, so when he, I gave him the stuff and he went back to the car and I was like, I know I'm getting a ticket now. But you 100% 100%. Good. So I seen him back there and I could see papers flipping <laughs> over <laughs> I could see that in the, the well, So I'm he, getting the big ticket today. So he came back up and was like, um. Yeah, I clocked you at seventy three, but I only put sixty, so you don't got to worry about no points. I'm like, all right. He gave it to me. He's like, you sign this right here. I signed I'm, like, I'm not. I wasn't about to be like, damn, you couldn't give me a warrant. I'm just right. like, let me just let me get, get up out of here. Yeah, this yeah. let me go here if I get hit with the stick. <laughs> and it's fucked up, but it's just never. Yeah. He annoyed at the fact that I asked that, and I'm annoyed that we even. Yeah, you know I mean, hundred percent. I got pulled over in the Maserati going down Virginia and shit, and it would the situation was just like tense for no reason, and it was just like. Why why do we have to do this, yo? Like, what do this be about? And it's just that 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 shit is never going to leave. But apparently they they uh went out to go get their real nigga cards re uh revalidated revalidated in Minneapolis over the last June. You know, Twenty years old. Shot him says she meant to pull out the taser. Goodness gracious, man. Oh wow. The um So you everybody has an iPhone, I assume. Did did any of y'all get Ambler alerts? Yes. Today? Tell you how crazy this shit is I'm getting a text message down So The Alof Down at Bartram Math, mm-hmm. Lee went past it earlier She said it was like Yo, she's like It's cops everywhere All over the Alof She said, I don't know What the fuck is going on She just sent me to John The Chevy Malibu That they were looking for He's barricaded in the Alof <laughs> <laughs> see if I know
3: this motherfucker No, I don't know him
2: Byron. Byron McDonald. Brian McDonald III. I honestly thought y'all were about to say Brian McKnight. I was about to say, wow. Damn. But he,
3: apparently.
2: He's, he's barricaded in the. Apparently,
3: you know. news is coming out about what happened. Apparently, he killed the grandmother, killed the girlfriend or the baby mom Friday, and killed the grandmother Saturday.
2: Why? Something about some shit with the kid. I I. If you're going through a situation where y'all are like battling over custody, you're trying to see your kids, you know, killing the other parent is not like a effective. That's not a, a that's not a fail safe Yeah, like, like, like that's not a. That doesn't resolve anything. Oh, she did. So y'all might as well let me have custody. <laughs> like it don't it don't necessarily <laughs> work like that. Yeah. Especially if you killed her. <laughs> we got some we got some more investigating, <laughs> <laughs> investigating to do.
3: Shit is crazy. Yeah. Yo, my girl was telling me about a situation where this uh. Guy and a girl. This happened recently too. Like last Friday, not this Friday, prior Friday. Guy and a girl, whatever. Um, she pregnant, whatever. He supposed to be taking her to a doctor's appointment. He come pick her up from her mom house. She never come back home. Okay. So the mom is calling her, like, hey, where, you know, where my daughter at? I've been calling her. She ain't answering the phone, blah, blah, blah. Nigga, like, oh, uh, yeah, we got into an argument. She got out of the car. I've been calling her, too. She ain't answering. Like, you know, if you, if you hear from her, like, you know, call me. She's like, well, listen, I'm about to call the police because this ain't like her. She's just, like, off the grid for seven, eight hours, like, you telling me some bullshit, whatever. He like, all right, well, if you going to call the police, make sure you call me first before you call the police. Huh? okay whatever nigga you, you did some shit so they uh fucking he called the police they do an investigation oh she started off here this this and this they end up finding the girl over by some train track somewhere he shot her in the head eight times
2: you knew did you how'd you know this
3: guy this is my girl somebody that she knew oh. the girl that oh, okay. uh, that it happened to girl got shot in the head eight times she was like uh seven or eight months pregnant jeez and he just left her there I'm like yo these niggas are crazy like legitimately
2: bonkers out yeah. of their fucking minds yeah yeah exactly <laughs> motherfuckers be afraid
3: to like get left just like yo whatever traumas and abandonment issues you niggas got You know, there's like places you can go for that. Like, you can see a therapist. Like, if you really off your shit, you could go check in the Belmont 302 yourself. Like, if there's help and resources out here for your crazy ass. But shooting your baby mom or and her mother is like is never the answer, fam. No, that's not gonna. You're not gonna solve anything with that. Damn. So hopefully they uh, clap this nigga throw him in the tall grass and uh, and get this child to somebody that uh, that cares about the kid, man. You motherfuckers is, is ODing. Definitely staying out of
2: Southwest today. I, I, yeah. Listen, I'm about to not be a Philly resident. I can't <laughs> wait. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> where we are having lunch at today? Like, like, I, 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 I can't do it no more, man. Slide to Sullivan's. Seriously, dog. Real talk. I was up there today getting everything together. It's just like Philadelphia has gotten to the point where Nowhere is safe Right Nowhere I literally said the other day Anywhere niggas is at It's not safe In any manner It, ain't it's it. just ain't it, <laughs> it I pull in it, every it. day And I look at Kings Like that line at King, and Never. I, I just be like It's too many of y'all Out this Like all it take One wrong look One wrong I pull up too fast yeah. It just That's the boy that be with such and
3: such Or no You look like the boy that be with such and such Mm-hmm. Yo, you know Tafiq from 59th Street? Who? You know that nigga? Bang, bang, bang! You done? Don't even had nothing to do with you.
2: Uh-uh.
3: Now these niggas back at dumb nigga headquarters, like, damn. So that wasn't the bull, huh? <laughs>
2: dumb nigga headquarters. Like,
3: man, we fucked up. <laughs> Shit, All right. <laughs> we gonna count that as a point anyway, like, dumb nigga headquarters. <laughs> Yeah, man. The, the, the city is just it's it's ridiculous. It's burnt like the fed, the feds are present. The DEA and the ATF are present. Motherfucker shot a little girl the same day. On on fucking uh over on like 49th and Westminster. The same day that they had made the announcement. The US attorney said, Hey, uh, if You you need to think twice before you commit a violent crime in Philadelphia, because if you do, you will feel dread, unlike anything you have experienced in your life. We will hunt you down and find you. And niggas is like, all right, cool, let's go shoot some shit up. Yeah. They about to bring back football numbers. Remember when we was teenagers, yeah. that was
2: the thing? Oh, man, niggas getting football numbers. Like, yeah. they're bringing that shit back for niggas. I mean, in, in, in all actuality, though, like, I hate to be that guy. They... They deserve it. To. They deserve,
3: you have to instill fear in motherfuckers. <laughs> what, got the, the, what broke up the American kosher notion was law enforcement. People became more afraid of law enforcement than they did of the repercussions of the mafia. Until Because they was giving motherfuckers 67 years for fucking being a part of a RICO and shit mm-hmm. like that. Oh, you delivered a pizza to... Paul Castellano seven times, you getting 13 years. Shit like that right. made motherfuckers cooperate and start flipping because before that nobody told. So once they got that Rico shit together, that cool. was Giuliani and them. That was Giuliani and them. Yeah. Dismantled the fucking American mob. Like all you got left is like Kansas City, <laughs> South Florida, like Vegas. Yeah, a Sar- little bit. Sarasota.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm the Boca Raton. I watched the documentary on the (laughs) whole. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The Naples, Florida. Yeah. Fucking
3: skinny Joey down there having it as well. Out out
2: there uh, betting on greyhound races and shit. (laughs) Fuck it. Um, but I watched the documentary on the Rico and how the Rico was all put together and like how it came about. And you're absolutely right. Like that was the whole thing when they went at the whole five families with the whole big trial. And it's just like, yeah, before that, they were dead as lock The only way you would go to jail was like maybe for like a murder. Maybe, Maybe. <laughs>
3: We got 14
2: witnesses saying You shot a Joey bag of donuts yeah. In
3: front of the uh, in, in front of Junior's Cheesecake Wasn't me Yeah
2: We have 14 witness, eyewitnesses Never come to They'll never come to court They were dead ass me in the paper Like uh uh, Vinnie Mulyamechi You know <laughs> nick, 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 Nicknamed Vinnie the Mule <laughs> This motherfucker He been running the fucking Uh Detroit mob for the last 18 years is going to jail for seven months on tax evasion. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm about to be a monster. Under the Al Capone statue. These motherfuckers is untouchable. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, that's crazy. They motherfuckers
3: going to jail frying steaks, spaghetti
2: and shit, drinking wine Real shit. Real tough. Fucking the COs. Joey Scaglione, <laughs> nicknamed Joey Skaggs, This motherfucker He's going to build his own prison. Yo, real shit. <laughs> and they go in it. He going to jail for 8 months for laundering money laundering. He deposited 44 million dollars yeah. into two bank accounts over 3 year period from a deli.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> from a from a small mom and pop Apparently deli raised Deli in the yeah. Bronx is the most successful deli of all time. <laughs> <laughs> They sold more uh, more prosciutto than anybody in America, Yo, slinging baloney and Swiss. <laughs> Made forty eight million dollars. Real shit. That's how it was. And then the Rico came along, and it was like, oh shit! All we gotta do is prove that these dickheads hang out with each other. Like, oh, we got pictures of all these niggas in front of uh, in, in, front, in, in front, front of, of the uh, social club. Yeah, social race social club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the social club. Real shit. Everybody smoking cigarettes, standing up, next to a big long ass Cadillac. Like, no, y'all all a fucking unit. Mm-hmm. All y'all going down. The boy, uh, have you ever come
3: across a guy named Jerry Lawton? He was a uh, mm-hmm. he, he was a uh, part of the, the the mob in Bronx and shit like that. He said they they asked him he's like, do you know so and so? He was like, nah, i you know seen him in passing. I don't know him. Then they showed him a picture of them together. He's like. I was going to the store and he was. Then they sent saw, saw him a picture of him and his Jaguar. He was like, he gave me a ride to the bus station.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> he was like, he was like, they, they was like, he's like, the feds started laughing. He was like, you good, man. He was like, you know, it's like, I'm just, it ain't in me to tell, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what y'all know, but y'all gotta prove that shit. That Rico came about, all that shit went out the window.
2: Like, you gotta understand something, yo. Like, federal agencies all of this shit now they're advanced they
3: already know
2: they're way. Mona said that shit about her nephew when he he, like a a shooting or something happened she was like they showed him like do you know this guy no I don't know him they show a picture of like 10 of them like you don't know him like I was just in the picture I don't know him then they show him another picture where it's 5 of them like you sure you don't know him that's just a random ass picture then they show him a picture where it's 3 of them and it's just like you don't know him it's like I was with my man and we that's his man yeah that's his man then they show a picture of them back to back (laughs) at the fucking gallery <laughs> twin killer yeah. <laughs> 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 what'd you say gang shit no lame shit gang, like, gang shit no lame yo, shit real hashtag talk. kill like all Like the, the feds don't fuck around man like they they know they they motherfuckers be having to learn that shit the hard way man it's like
3: at the point where you get hit with any type of federal interaction or federal indictment the only questions you should be asking is how long h- and where how long and can I do it at a can and where those are the no only sure. questions can, how long I gotta do What's the lowest amount of time I can do given the circumstances? And can I do it at a fucking camp? That's it. What's my downward departure? (laughs) Like, that's the only question you should be asking. Mm -hmm. Anything outside of that is absurd. You're not beating the feds in federal court. I just read a fucking, uh, my, my homie is locked up right now, real, real good friend of mine. He got wrapped up in somebody's federal indictment, right? I read the federal indictment, man. These niggas had 29 logged incidents on the Fed radar before he even dealt with them. Mm. And then the three incidents that he's involved in are worse than the 29 prior incidents. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like he finished and I love him to death. He finished, man. And he's not a young guy. He finished. Mm. They got, I'm reading the paperwork and say person number one, person number two, person number three. I'm like, oh, those are CI's federal informants like so you got a minimum of three CIs on the case and the person whose actual indictment it is is allegedly cooperating also so now you got four people cooperating in a case that don't have nothing to do with you that you got reeled in on at the last fucking minute and now you gonna fuck around and get more time than everybody
2: on the fucking case I'm in a brand new drop top Rory, three bitches tighter to be in the middle of trial with three, three snitches. snitches like mm. rough rough all I can do is make do for him because
3: that, that's the only thing that bringing him up out of this joint is prayer
2: yeah man but yeah man like they they with this violence this gun violence shit that we on right now my thing is this i could under and i'm and i not advocating for gun violence i'm not i swear i'm that that's not my come off right here but when you play a game you get everything that comes with that game you understand what i'm saying like i always say that shit about my, my job motherfuckers be complaining when the bus break down and they gotta sit out there it's like Thinking you know that shit Going on the street This <laughs> shit break down I've literally tell, People hit me Like what you doing to work I'm like, I'm on a bus This shit broke down Oh just leave it You can tell you don't work here <laughs> Like what the fuck Are you talking about Go down with this shit Motherfucker yeah, Exactly It's like you know What you signed up for If you a CO You might get punched in the face Or some dookie thrown on you yeah. This is what they be throwing dookie yeah, you want that $42 an hour overtime Motherfucker This is what you gotta deal with Like you know If you playing this shit this street shit you want to sell drugs and yeah. do this and the third it's all fun and games when you get in the roley and you fucking lyrical Galore and everything else but when them feds come and they like yo look you know we seen you on tape you know coming, you was at a social club <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> like <laughs> when they come to tell you what's up nigga you kind of got to go you signed up for this shit yeah. so it's like when you out here doing this this violence this whole shooting shit it's like y'all play that game and y'all want to be shooters and what they call it now st- oh. Steppers Old head for my job was like, yo, man, I fucks with the show, man. I started listening to that shit, man. I like y'all, Joe. I'm all is decent when I know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I like it. Some of the shit I don't be knowing. With it. Hey, what's a stepper? <laughs> and I, I, I'm first of, I'm out laughing. What's a stepper? <laughs> but it's like, yeah, you want to, what they say, stepper and step on shit and all that shit yeah. is cool. My issue is when you go to step on whoever the fuck you done got to step on and they done stepped on you, however the fuck y'all want to verbalize it, why are you shooting from down the street? With the kids Way and everything down thing. the street. Like that's. Behind a van. <laughs> angling up with over, a head, over your head. <laughs> with a
3: handgun.
2: With a 4 4 <laughs> long. <laughs> you about to hit nothing. Like that be my joint with the shooting shit. If. Because if, there was a time period where, like we always talk about, the kids and the women kind of got left out of this shit. Absolutely. If. If we didn't have these situations where, like you said, 11-year-old girl, 14-year-old boy, uh, women getting sh- women getting their heads blown off left and right like it out of nice. this junk. It, it's like it's just so much absurd violence now that that's where it's just like, all right, something's got to give. Somebody has to step in and regulate this shit. We've seen in the last two months a shooting in a mall. We've seen a shooting at a nightclub. We've seen a shooting at a fucking family amusement center. We've seen a shooting at... Uh, it's been another big one. Franklin Mills golf and social, Dave and, Buster. Dave and Buster's, uh, the jail. It's just like, yeah. we we it it, it like, we, we, are y'all okay? No, they're not, and they' about to pay for it collectively as a unit. And that's really where it's gonna have to go back to. You got an unregistered firearm, you you gotta go. And to And all them niggas that's claiming this or that.
3: That's a Rico. That's a Rico. Like once you put a name to what the fuck you doing, that's a Rico. And like if we tomorrow start selling drugs in the name of TRP, <laughs> that's a Rico. That's a Rico, oh. motherfucker. Yeah. Like, and when we go to jail, they're gonna be like, okay, well, yeah, y'all was co-conspirators, y'all was co kingpins, blah blah. Yeah. We're gonna offer both of y'all uh, the maximum amount of time, thirty years be. Like
2: you light skinned like me, I'm <laughs> heavy set like T. Yeah,
3: no, this is this is a modern day BMF. Y'all yeah. niggas going to jail. Taylor's white boy Rick. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is gonna be going down. Yeah, they lock everybody in. Yeah. yeah. And that's what that's the fate of Philadelphia. Motherfuckers <laughs> silt their own fate. It's like you gotta realize is that shit can only be bad, but for so long. Political people are only gonna endure with so much bad publicity until they do something about like it. Like at the end of the day, Krasner has to run again for DA. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking uh uh Kenny gotta run again for fucking mayor. Mm-hmm. Like you got this shit went back the planning for this went back to September of 2020 mm-hmm. they have been talking about this in advance of the 499 murders they was talking about this shit because the violent crime was just off the chain and they like you know what like it's beyond us like we don't have the resources to deal with this shit like we a poor big city we can't do it we gotta bring in reinforcements and they did and then now niggas is about to start getting roof they said the feds is jumping out on niggas and unmarked Range Rovers and all kind of shit <laughs> You serious? Yes, unmarked Range, range Rovers. Sheesh! Straight Pentagon level shit. Yeah, Hey, my it's is finished, yo. Like it's finished. Damn. So y'all niggas better move to Bristol or some some old shit like that. Y'all better stop the nonsense in in Philadelphia County. Uh, what happened with Puff? Oh, man. So, because I didn't get into any of this. So, Puffy uh, over the weekend wrote an open letter to corporate America basically calling for fair treatment when it comes to, uh, you know, ad revenue and basically being, and companies giving black owned media companies a more representative share of the money that they throw around. Okay. Because you have a company like iHeart. This is Ebro and I'm saying you have a company like iHeart that basically convoluted the argument with uh, like black uh, creatives and creators and black media companies. Like Radio One is a purely black owned media organization. Radio One, TV One. It's owned by Kathy Hughes, black woman from Atlanta. Boom. So what iHeart did was they went and partnered with all of these black creators giving them like paychecks but in reality they don't own anything so it's like they'll go and they'll create the alternative to whatever Radio 1 might got popping in the market or Emma's Communications got popping in the market they'll create a direct alternative to it put black faces on there to make it seem like this is a this is black representative but it's only black talent and they don't own shit mm-hmm. so they would take such a large chunk of the ad money that's out there from all of these companies 239 billion a year gets spent on ad or advertising revenue they would take this large chunk of the money so then when it comes to actually black owned companies like tv1 one, radio one revolt uh joe button network et cetera, et cetera. There was no, there's little to no money left. You got to yeah. fight for crumbs. <clears throat> so basically, Puffy's whole argument is that, like, you know, if it's, if Black people are 15% of the population in the United States, there needs to be 15% of that ad revenue, that two thirty nine a year, needs to be going to Black companies and things it should like be that. Forty billion. It's exactly. So it's like as opposed to the fact that. Like a company like General Motors had a three billion dollar marketing budget, they only spent less than ten million with black companies, but they use us for their ads and this and their creative and this, mm-hmm. this this that and the third. So all of that is absolutely correct. He's a hundred percent right. But the problem is, one, you're corporate America too, mm-hmm. and while you're you made it specific to advertising revenue and things like that. You haven't been exactly the fairest person when it comes to your business practices and paying black talent or white talent or any, talent, any for that, talent for that for that uh for that point. And for you to be pushing this message, it comes off as disingenuous because you used a specific example of what revolt got from GM. So basically your whole stance is I don't like what y'all doing because it affected your bottom line. Right. I'm Puff Daddy, I'm partnering with GM, da, da, da. y'all spend 3 billion a year, I should be getting 15% of that as opposed to a split of 10 million with three, four, five other companies, whatever, so it's basically like a personal dispute between you and GM and you tried to blow it up and make it a bigger issue to be more representative of the whole culture when in reality you don't have the cleanest record when it comes to dealing with companies dealing with people and paying them proper fair
2: wages yourself do you did you you remember mark curry yes the rapper he wrote a book called dancing with the devil i don't know if you ever seen it i've
3: seen it. i've never read it i've seen it
2: but he get into a lot of the things that puffy was doing in that you know book then you look at like little situations like remember when Jaden styles had the argument with him on hot nine seven about the whole publishing for yeah. Biggie Mom and everything. And it's just like... You bought your man publishing, dog. <sighs> Biggie needed some money. You fucking... He asked for a loan. You gave... You bought his publishing. So... <sighs> it's one of those message messenger type situations. Absolutely. Whereas, like, if anybody else says it, yeah, it makes all the sense. And Like, if Master P says that, all right. If... uh, Shit, if 50 Cent says it, it's right. like, all right. But Puff saying it is just like... Mm. <sighs> like
3: yeah kind of make you grit your teeth a little bit <laughs> you know what i'm saying because you got you know all this sorted past as far as about how you handle business and pay people and this and that Aubrey O'Day from Danny D. Kane chimed in and said those living in glass houses dot 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 pay your artists first <laughs> so it's like it's like that sort of thing and it's just like you got to know that that's coming When you put a message out here about fair and equitable pay, regardless of like the industry, people are going to boil the argument down. You were being industry specific, but people are going to just boil it down to fair and equitable pay. You don't have a history (laughs) of fair and equitable pay. The only person that, got any money up out of you, real money was Mason. That's because he swindled you to get the money. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna do seven more albums, blah blah blah, Let's renegotiate. He get the three million and then bounced to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So it's like that sort of shit. But he just basically played your own game with you and then when he came back around and tried to do the deal with fifty puff like, man, I need three million dollars. Like Need 3 million You know what I'm saying So it's that sort of thing But it's just like In that instance You weren't wrong When people know the details Of that situation You weren't wrong But there's too many examples Fucking G-Dep Fucking one of the biggest songs In bad boy history Fucking Let's Get It All that old shit this motherfucker out a couple years after dealing with you out on the fucking street going crazy killing motherfuckers he was so fucking mentally disturbed he turned around and turned himself in for an unsolved murder that nobody even know about he's doing life in prison fucking black rob is fucking sick Craig Mack was like super fucked up when he was still alive the fucking biggie shit which eventually got sorted out and all of that you know what I'm saying so it's like the fucking making of the band shit you fucking making motherfuckers walk to fucking Brooklyn for cheesecake you keeping a pub and this and this like you haven't done fair and equitable business Almost. Period. Like exclusively. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sean got some money out of you too, but you sold him up the river when it came to that motherfucking case, and didn't want to be his co-defendant because you said this nigga's going to
2: jail. We need to split fucking counsel, and I have my trial and he have his. What not say? Uh, uh, I hate how Puff did Sean with different lawyers. Like, yeah. So it's like you have this whole history
3: of just like fucked up shit that you've done and all the destruction that you left in your past and we talked about it before like the death row shit you came out clean of every situation but people have a long memory and Mm -hmm. motherfuckers motherfuckers remember what you did and what took place and the thing about situations is that when they're once they're logged there is a record of events that took place Mm -hmm. and somebody somewhere remembers something and when you bring up even though it's a valid fucking point because you were being industry specific it's not gonna go over well when you have this whole history of people that you fucked over and fucked around
2: he is right though he's 100% right in that in that he's right because 239 was, billion dollars is a lot it's of a money a lot of bread and to see that only 10 million dollars went to like african-american <laughs> companies is that's crazy nuts. as shit yeah that's bonkers so he's right just probably should have ru- <laughs> it's funny but like how puff is like you know don't worry if i write rhymes i write checks probably should have wrote <laughs> that for somebody else <laughs>
3: Should have let somebody on the executive team at Revolt write that letter, <laughs> but I guess he felt like it was it was better coming from him, and the shit kind of backfired. So were people like going at him about that shit? Yeah, literally, people still going at him today about the shit. Oh, like wow. the shit been trending on Instagram, all I mean, on, on Twitter, all that shit. Yeah, people still going at him. Damn,
2: I didn't know that because the
3: reality of it is, it's like you took a personal business issue between Revolt and GM, and you blew it up. And put it on the Jumbotron as An industry wide problem which it is But it's like the at the heart Of your argument you're upset Because GM didn't Spend more money with Revolt You feel like they should be giving you More than what you got because if they would Have gave you your fair share I don't Necessarily know that you make this whole big ass Stance and keep calling out General Motors by name yeah. throughout The whole letter
2: yeah
3: so That's a personal issue yeah It's a business issue But it's a personal It's it's your company Versus their company It didn't have nothing To do with the industry Yeah Because of their Personal issue It made you have Somebody go And do the market research To figure out
2: Why is this like this It's like if we have An issue with them Here at Last Out And then we make An open letter To the podcasting world Yeah But it's really Just some bullshit It's really just Some beef with us Yeah
3: And we illuminate In a personal issue But like we bring in the, The statistics And all of that shit To make it a broader issue it's a micro issue, but he made it macro. But if they just would have gave him his bread, he wouldn't have said shit. Probably wouldn't have been probably wouldn't have been an issue at all. So right. that's the problem, and that's the disingenuous part about the whole shit. Puff got to get it together, man.
2: Damn it, Puffy. Uh, one last thing, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about sports, you know, we haven't talking about sports in, in a, a while. while. We haven't yeah. talked about sports really at all. Um, I want to first say this: Texas is crazy as shit, without a doubt. Um, Texas Rangers. They opened up. You know the, the MLB season sold started. Out they had a sold out <laughs> game. Forty one thousand people <laughs> came to the game. I'm like Texas is. It wasn't even like yo. We 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 gonna ring off twenty five. Try to hang y'all. Those no. that shit looked like playoffs.
3: Yeah.
2: It looked like what was the what was the big Rangers uh, hitter back in the day? One uh. What the fuck was Oh, he? I know who like you like he was from. hitting home runs again <laughs> out there. Um What the fuck was his name? Juan something.
3: That was my man back in the day. Uh Nicasio? No. Juan Gonzalez. Juan Gonzalez. There that, you was
2: go. man, Juan that was my man. That was like Juan Gonzalez was hitting home runs again <laughs> out there. Them motherfuckers was packed in at Texas stadium the other yeah, day. no doubt. Um baseball's completely shot out. Um, cause they're they're like they you know they got an outdoor setup, so they just like listen.
3: Yo, I've resigned to the fact that like, motherfuckers are over COVID, man. Yo, like, COVID is done. It's, it's a rat. Like, like you
2: die, you die. Niggas nigga, is wait. announcing
3: tours and shit, dog. Yo. I'm seeing tours announced for October, dog. I saw that
2: shit. It's a rat. It's over. Like, this summer, COVID canceled. They, like, it's over. Like, they they are. You had a spark when you started. <laughs> now, Yo, you are garbage, They nigga. are breaking the vaccine record every day. Yeah. They're
3: inoculating motherfuckers left and right. Like, yeah. I was at uh, Wegmans the other night. they doing a vaccine at Wegmans.
2: Dog, they came over <laughs> the last week on a bus the other day. Like, anybody want the vaccine? Go to Braun, Allegheny. A shuttle going to take you. We're going to put you all on a bus and get you COVID. And we're going to take you down. To get the vaccine. <laughs> get the vaccine. <laughs> I'm like yo man COVID is over Motherfuckers is booking trips Motherfuckers is going places Clubs is back COVID poppin'. is over yeah
3: I said 2022 Nah no, They got COVID up out of here dog. It is over They not fucking around
2: WrestleMania had people there <laughs> <laughs> They don't give a fuck man It's back on dog it is over. People are yeah, shit. restaurants sh- is back
3: open till midnight. Duh. Oh, shit. Duh. I got food from Bahama Breeze the other night. I called them to pick
2: my food. I was like, yeah, I'm going to come pick food. What time y'all close? Midnight. <laughs> we went to Sook City. The motherfucker, I called because I'm like, it said nine o'clock online. Yeah. For, for, and I was like, um, it was like 830. So I was like, damn, could I slide in and maybe like, what's your last call for the ju-? So I was like, yo, um. What's y'all last call for, for food? And she was like, uh, normally like 11 30, I'm like, oh, but y'all close at nine. She was like, oh, that was the COVID time. I'm like, bitch, COVID <laughs> is COVID still. COVID. Cool. <laughs> like uh, we ain't, ain't updated the website. No, nah, motherfuckers is over COVID, dog. <laughs> That's a wrap. She was like, oh, those was the COVID times. So I'm like, man, COVID is still. <laughs> <cool.">
3: <laughs> oh, those was the COVID time. You ain't hurt.
2: <laughs> yeah. We back out here, yeah, baby. COVID is over for sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like I said, the 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 Texas had they fucking game other day. Forty one thousand people in the stands. Lakers, Lakers is about to the, uh they sent out the joint. They about to bring people back into the stadiums and shit. I'm like, yeah, the uh the um. Phillies had people at the stadium the other day. The Sixers had motherfuckers yeah. in the stadium. It's, it's, it's over. It's back, baby. Sports is back. <laughs> people have really been fiending for like live yeah. sports. People have been fiending for anything. Motherfuckers will go to, at this point, anything. the next six months, motherfuckers going to anything. Anything. We got to get a live show together. Yeah. No, I'm not even joking. No, like, motherfuckers been is coming. I've been thinking about that all week. Motherfuckers is coming. Like, dead ass people are coming.
3: And motherfuckers like, Millie Vanilli live? I can fuck yeah, with that.
2: I can fuck <laughs> with that.
3: MC Hammer Greatest Hits. Yeah. I can live. I can fuck with that. Like, what fuck is going to anything?
2: Death Row on ice, <laughs> nigga. We there? We there? Like, whatever well, it is. fellow on Broadway. No, I, I mean, I can see how I could do that. I saw a tweet that was so funny, and of course, I can't remember that. It was like, um, it was like paid in full on ice. State property on ice. No, it was paid in <laughs> full on ice. And the, um, what the fuck was the line? <laughs> Oh, it's going, it's going to come to me. I can't think about it. It was definitely paid in full on ice because it was a line from the movie. It was like, I can't wait to see somebody do a triple <laughs> axel. And then that shit. I was dying. I can't remember the line. It'll come to me as time go on. But the reason we brought up sports, Kyrie and Dennis Schroeder had like the funniest little exchange of the other time. night. Um, Kyrie's little fro is funny as shit. That's that. Kyrie in got the
3: uh, Shaquille Sunflower baby Yeah. Girl. Jamie Foxx season two fro yeah Kyrie is not your nigga or a nigga You yeah. told Schroeder man don't talk to me like that you don't know me like that
2: so this, the whole shit happened because he told him his breath stink yeah he said damn he
3: Kyrie like went up for something I think Schroeder followed him they called the joint was like he got up in his face like damn
2: nigga <laughs> and, and Kyrie fucking lost it the uh I think the Lakers are gonna be okay
3: oh yeah for sure
2: I think they're gonna be okay. With Bron and AD coming back, I think AD coming back in the next seven to ten days. Yeah, AD be back this this next week.
3: Bron, what the what was Bron's message that he put out there? He said something. He put a message out there uh, with a picture with him and AD talking about yeah, uh, we'll be back soon. Uh, Something to that effect. I think he put it on his Instagram or whatever. Just like we be back soon, basically telling the league
2: like yeah, get 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 ready, motherfuckers. This tweet from Dragonfly Jones is funny as shit. Kyrie is 1 month away from disagreeing with the training staff over how to treat his joint inflammation <laughs> based on some stuff he saw in a Dr. Sebi video. He said Kyrie reaching the don't call me nigga stage of his enlightenment shouldn't be surprising anymore. That's par for the course. Huge believer in addressing people how they tell you how they tell you they like to be addressed, but man nigga is so embedded in my soul that's a request I always fuck up. And it's just like yeah. We know we shouldn't use the word, can't stop using it. It's so funny. So my man uh, Steph, shout out him. I know he listened Bradford. He from Baltimore. So you know Baltimore motherfuckers tend to say my nigga a lot. Yeah, and he's one of them. So we was in the back, and our director, this is when our old director was there, he everything he said, my mm-hmm. nigga, like law, nah, my nigga, like let me tell you, my nigga, I was my nigga, like no, nah, and and the, our director turned around and was like, yo, like you you can't use that. He was like, what you talking about? He was like the n word. He was like. My nigga. Like he, he, he said, like it's like my nigga. Like <laughs> Yo, he really said it as a response. to not being able to say it's like my nigga. Like, like <laughs> Oh, man, tripping. Making big deal out of our yeah, They nigga. really run my nigga
3: to the ground in Baltimore. Oh, so this nigga. was the this was the LeBron post from the uh from four days ago. The weatherman says the weather is changing soon and it predicts a thunderstorm. It's coming. Folks prepare and take the proper caution measures to stay safe. Is that what A D had on the Gucci socks? Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: with the with the uh let me see it. With the uh off white yeah, I like the way that shit kinda looked. No, he didn't have on Gucci
3: socks.
2: Oh it closed. You know those was Nike shoe stars. He had the Gucci, uh, the 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 Gucci sh- shirt on. The yeah. shirt on was the pink actually matched the the Serena Jones. Yeah, that was hot. But um, yeah, Kyrie is nuts, man. Uh, I really don't like the Nets, man. They're easy to not like. Super easy to not like. Yeah, they're super easy to not like because it's like you take, like you take. I know I'm like on a on my on an island on my own. I fucks with KD, man. I know I know everybody hates I used him. To love KD, man. I hate him. I a fucks lot. with KD, man. <laughs> Like, I like that nigga.
3: Like, I just don't understand his methods. Like, that's that's my issue. It's not even him. Yeah, I don't get methods. into his methods. I, I just. <laughs> well, yeah. When you separate the methods yeah, from the man. Yeah, the methods and the player is just two different things. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I just, like KD. Just, I just don't understand him.
2: That shot like, is just water, man. Like, oh, it's for just, sure. He's a phenomenal ball player. He's just a nut-ass human. It's just, I don't like his mom, but they, like, it's <laughs> effortless. I don't like his mom. My knock with Kate with here's the knock with people like KD, the one knock I can find. You've made your mom a thing. You know what I mean? Like Allen Iverson made Ann a thing. Steph Curry made his mom and Dell a thing. Once you make them like a thing yeah, you, to
3: the
2: public. you 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 see what I'm saying you, you 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 can't really go on the public john like oh why y'all your mom is up here with Stephen A and and Max who we hate we talk shit about them so it's like yeah you line herself with two idiots your mom is sitting on stage with these buffoons in the morning people going to talk about your mom dog yeah. Well, Chris Rock say, I'm going to say something about the leg. <laughs> like, yeah, like they going to talk about your mom. So it's like you've made like every game your mom is sitting courtside during COVID, standing up, cheering. You said the other night when he hit the yeah. shot, his mom was jumping up and down. It's just like you, you've you made her a thing because she could go sit up there or back there. Exactly. She's going to sit in the, the skybox. But you've made it a thing and she's on these Jones doing interviews, giving her perspective. Once you make it a thing, you can't really get mad at the floodgate. So that in that aspect, yeah, he be on like weird shit, mm-hmm. and then the super duper weird internet shit with the back and forths and the fake pages and the fake burner accounts and all of this goofy yeah. ass shit. Yeah, I get it, but him as a player, I just I fuck with the nigga. Like I just yeah. I like KD a lot.
3: No, I respect this game he tried. I don't like tripping James
2: Harden way. at all, but I, I like you know, <laughs> yeah, because Rob really be burning me out with, with the James the, Harden. With the, <laughs> yo, even like like Ra my man, but is I not who be listening like. <laughs> Fuck you and James Harden A little bit Like Cause it be like Burning me out Like Right like Oh man James Harden Could have five MVPs No the fuck He couldn't In what, in what universe If he could He would You know what <laughs> I mean Like LeBron don't got five MVPs You never right. about to tell me That Harden could have Five of them Like that this just That's baloney yeah. So it's like That should be burning me out And it makes me hate James Harden a little bit more Like I go a little harder On the James yeah. Harden hate Because of that But I Yeah I, I like KD I like Kyrie um, I don't really have an issue with Blake LaMarcus. I'm good on. Who's their 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 other person? Uh, Jeff, Jeff Green, Green is still no. Here. Don't they have like a sixth person in that whole equation now? Joe Harris. Who? Joe Harris. What? Somebody they just added? Durant, Harden, Kyrie, Blake, Blake LaMarcus. Oh, uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, okay. he's hateable. He <laughs> definitely hateable. He's hateable. Outside of that dunk, he's hateable. He hateable just for that whole fiasco
3: with uh, him getting kidnapped by the Los Angeles Clippers. <laughs> 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 Nigga, you 7-2. How the fuck you get kidnapped by Chris Paul and uh, Doc Rivers, man? What the fuck is wrong
2: with you? We ain't leaving till you sign. Well, I'm about to start knocking niggas out. Get out of my house. I saw Doc Rivers talking the other night after the Sixers got smoked by the Pelicans. <laughs> Yo, we can't even front. Boy, been wilding lately. Uh... Zion Oh yeah, yeah He been yeah. tearing shit up yeah, lately sure. Yeah But they uh, beat the Pelicans They had Doc, doc. <laughs> 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 He went <run>. full Doc <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no what the fuck to say. Uh you got anything else? Nah, I ain't got nothing else, man. Patreon, mm. Patreon, Patreon. It's my favorite part of the day, baby. We to go on Patreon and yeah, act a fucking sure. fool.
3: Uh, Patreon.com backslash official TRPE. If you're not subscribed already, subscribe right now. Make sure y'all go to the website, officialTRPE.com, for all things uh Rose Podcasts ever. We have our merchandise on there, videos, uh the most recent episode to be updated on there today. So go to the website. Shout out to everybody who
2: has supported the Patreon, everyone who bought a piece of merchandise Absolutely. over the weekend, everybody who's Fucking with us, we fuck with y'all. Facts.
3: Sliding over to Patreon now, man. Make sure I get y'all subscription if y'all ain't got it. Patreon.com backslash official TRPE. It's over. Bong. Hey
0: there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster?
1: Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about?